destination banger man. Whoa, worn out suit and shoes. I don't pay. Oh, hey guys, it's one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. Your other host, Lil Rafi, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, is gallivanting across. This great nation of ours just meeting BFS left and right, enjoying his life with his boo, LK. Uh, so we did not do an episode last week. So I thought, you know what? Because Trice is carrying the heavy load of doing an actual episode, I thought, you know what? I'll pop in. Well, I'll, I'll pop in and talk about last week's show. I talk about the Monday show, Tony Thaxton in person. Talk about the Thursday show, A Table of Machine Gun Kelly's. Pasadena douchebags, in-person hangs, because it just would be weird to not at least address these uh, topics. But first, before I talk about Monday and Thursday, I'm going to do some call-outs and some shout-outs. First, this is just self, not aggrandizing, this is self-serving. I have a call-out, and it's also a slash, like, we, as much as we are biting on Allison's whole fucking style... I'm not doing a hey go fuck yourself. Our new segment is not call outs. It's a, it's when you want to take it a step further. And it's called get fucked. So my get fucked is to the egotistical, self-centered, self-unaware, narcissistic, narcissistic asshole who wants to comfortably treat me like garbage, poke holes in my integrity, and try to rob me of my motherfucking sunshine. I have to say, get fucked you burn bridges all over town everybody fucking warned me about you and god damn it i didn't listen anyway get fucked sorry to start the show off with such negativity let's turn into some positive let's talk about some shout outs shout out to the tnc especially to heather and robert that are always fucking there to hang out to have fun like they make my life a motherfucking joy an extra shout out to Robert and his band because they just hit a million streams for one of their songs like yesterday. And I'm super fucking proud of them. Just super awesome. Shout out to East Coast Jen for being amazing. Shout out to you, Rafi, because uh, why the fuck not? Shout out to Lauren Kelly. Shout out to the B team. Trice, Dr. Jen, and Leanne, three of my favorite people. And I'm super jealous that Rafi and Lauren have met Leanne in the flesh now. I am fucking bummed that I didn't get to be there. But one day, Leanne, one day. And I feel like it's going to be soon. I just have a feeling. Also, shout out to Dr. Angela, to Candace Vick, Ray Morgan, Luke Chastain, congratulations, motherfucking lations, because you just got engaged and you're moving back to the United States. So 16 hours away, I can drive up and um, totally bother you in Idaho. Shout out to Z Mary Jane, Tamara Holler. Shout out to Tim Martez, Lee Bruns, Ulysses, Scott Marquez, Bruised by Dawn, and whoever, fuck it, I'm just guessing that it's one of you BFFs because you guys are the fucking best people in the goddamn world. Sorry, I've had a few beverages. So <laughs> maybe I'm uh, cursing a little too much. But whoever sent me um, an anonymous present in the mail, um, goddamn it, you're amazing. But okay, let's talk about Monday. So Tony and Allison were in person. They were talking, they were joking a little bit at the top of the show about... Uh, Pain, Tony Payne to be in person. Sorry, for Tony Payne to be on the show. And as 
funny as a premise as that is, somebody actually did pay to be on Allison's show, and that was one little Rafi. Uh, so it is possible and doable, and uh, you should listen to that episode because it's great. Also, Allison got Lee Splained. Thank you, Lee Bruns. And I was thinking, you know, I think I want to have a whole new show called Lisa Splained. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, zero subscribers. Also, self-checkout. I uh, used to be afraid of it and scared of it. and But now it is a joy because you can just get in, out, quick, whatever. But also, I think I, I was worried about it before because I was going to... It always... There was always an issue and I'm standing there waiting longer where I'm like, am I getting a fucking paycheck here? Because it's fucking ridiculous. But also, when you have kids, they want to help and then it adds an extra thing. And I'm afraid that I'm going to be pulled aside for stealing. Like, it, there's so much anxiety. But then I got over that and it's I'm cool with it. But now, if I'm buying alcohol, if, if I just happen to be buying alcohol, you can't do it through self-checkout. So, like, in these random occurrences, not so great. Uh, what else? The thumbs up emoji. I don't even want to know what else that means. J- fuck off with changing the meanings. Like, screw off. I don't like it. None of this. This was a call-in show. We only had two calls that they got to. It was Tracy from San Francisco. Uh, she's just finally getting out. And I feel like it's so strange to hear people saying, like, we're finally getting out to this restaurant that we like. Or seeing people maskless and um and i know Lil rafi would have like an orange county joke and i just said like orange county because i'm that sounds because why not uh but I'm, we're totally fucking used to it over here so okay uh she had her favorite joke she sent in which was hilarious and it makes me remember that i need to send in my favorite stupid joke um during this, they talked about Allison talked about going to Descanso Gardens, but also she went to Tam O'Shanter, not at Christmas. Like, what? Huh? Uh, this sounds out of character for her because, like, what is she eating there? It's it's like Carb City. There is not one diet food there. Uh, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious why why are you at Tam O'Shanter in the middle of March? Like, that's insanity to me. But uh, I guess we need to up the ante. The next color was an unnamed color. Uh, she was talking about it being a gray day and that she lives for the sun. And I'm like, this bitch is my fucking people because yes, it's been gray for a few days here. And I, I just heard that, well, today it was the high was like 60 something. So, you know, normal, comfortable next week's gonna be like 90 something. And I'm just like, oh, yes, I love the sun, but like, that's going to be kind of crazy. But anyway, whoever this person is, I fucking love you. Um, and Tony mentioned about his dog pooping on that stump that he sleeps on. And I'm like, what kind of insanity is this that this dog was pooping where it sleeps? Like, I've never heard of a dog or any other animal that does this. But um, I think it's a purebred. So that's probably why. Sorry, inbred. <clears throat> whatever. Whatever people call these things. All right. Uh, let's talk about Thursday. Sh- okay. This. This. Okay. We were her little iced oatmeal cookies sent in by Becky Milliner, which... Becky, I fucking love you. I love that we, we, I don't think she even listens to this show, but we chat a lot in general. And if you want to chat with me in general, I'll give you my phone number. She just texts me randomly. And like, we have these long conversations, but iced oatmeal cookies. Sorry. This is like the third time it's been a carb. Uh, so carbs are just flowers. Either isn't her doing her job or Allison isn't. And I could probably guess which one of that is, but anyway so robin okay so this week robin jordan tony and daniel ron robin has covid and she was worried or or she speculates that she got covid from the group of machine gun kelly 
lookalikes at a restaurant and uh yeah most likely you know what fuck the no nope no nope. i already did the get fucked segment yeah that's a bummer uh i feel like a lot of I felt like COVID was going away. We're not wearing masks. I felt like we're just kind of like starting to live again. And I'm starting to see other like people getting COVID. And I was supposed to go see a band play. The singer got COVID. It got canceled. And then another person that was supposed to be playing with her got COVID. And it's just like, wait a second. This is feeling a little too familiar. I thought we were over this, but at least like, there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, apparently not. But uh, ho- hopefully you're on the mend, Robin, because that sucks. Uh, Jordan's douchebag shirt. Okay, so for anyone that's not a Patreon subscriber, this shirt... Okay, if I describe it to you guys, it may sound douchebaggy, but it's really not. It just looks like an L.A. guy going out button-up dress shirt. Like, not super dressy, but not casual. It's just like a fine shirt and for this i think there was more layers to this because first of all this guy was supposedly like a friend or like a husband of a friend and like what what friend even does says this to somebody like mm, no but also i feel like this party guy was the he's the douchebag for even like saying something like this his shirt was totally normal. It looked like black with like some check marks on it. It wasn't like overtly douchey at all. I feel like this party sounded fucking douchey, but I, but I'm wondering everybody out there, who do you think the wife is? Because I have no idea because I am not an LA person. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, this sort of conversations about podcasting with someone who doesn't know what a podcast is. So I avoid almost at all costs like sometimes my guard is let down and I will post something about the show or like talk about it to somebody that has no idea I try to avoid this because first of all anybody that in this day and age still that doesn't know what a podcast is it's like yeah okay can we just not even talk about this but when people say oh I want to listen to your show it's like um you don't need to like that I'm we're we're all good we're good i'm fine i'll cut i'll cut up on anybody i we have a great group if if there happens to be more they're gonna come organically it's not gonna be these people that are like i'm your friend so i should listen i'm sorry shout out to uh jen and Brittany that listen without listening to allison's show and that's super supportive but like they know what a podcast is uh it's just weird just i my neighbors oh i caught one of your shows i'm like um no that's like so cool. Am I are my pants also off because I feel very naked right now? I don't know why my just my pants had to be off because I guess I'm Winnie the Pooh. But anyway, Allison was talking about Daniel being a stand up guy and like stand up guys versus weenies, and yeah, Daniel's a stand up guy. And you know what? Fuck weenies. <laughs> I'm sure there was more to it than that, but I'm trying to like not make this super long. So we talked about this on the episode that got lost and that was the guy that Allison and Daniel hired to build the bunk beds about the double tipper the double tipping and while I love a good double tipping I feel like this bringing this guy back to dispose of the boxes that they're like no we'll just go ahead and handle it like fucking handle it like you're oh my god now you're sorry Allison if you're listening I'm sorry but 
you double tipped him. He offered to take care of these boxes and you said no. And now you're calling him back again. But you told the guy, you felt, you felt obligated to tell them, tell the guy that you are a podcast host. But he's going to listen to it. He's going to fucking listen because he also listens to shows that are in like the same vein. Playing with fire, Allison. You're playing with fire. Pretty soon he's gonna be. Pretty soon he's gonna be on this goddamn show. And then, then what? And then what? Um. Anyways, uh, we should probably book him. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably it for me. I uh, already rambled on a little too long, but I just fucking love you guys so much, and um, I'll wrap it up. I love you guys. Uh. Thank you, Trice, for giving us a break. This was so luxurious. Um, and as a wise woman once said, if it walks like a dick and talks like a dick and looks like a dick, it's a dick. BFS, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you, and back to the actual show. Live from the Best Friends Fancast's weird neighbor who's babysitting you while your parents are away, it's the Best Friends Fancast show. Today, we welcome our guests. She says she's not a big traveler, which means I can finally update my BFF shower habits spreadsheet. It's Leanne Ward. And don't worry about why she got up one morning and just started running and just kept on running. The point is she came back. It's Dr. Jen. And updates from our regular hosts. One of which you already just heard, including a special travel update from Rafi and LK. We have a double stuff segment of Unworthy featuring, in no particular order, LK and Dr. J. Guest producer Trice is here to complain about Allison's editing and then deliver an episode which is fully twice as long as it should be. We're inviting you to hop on board the 15 passenger fan van and join the Best Friends Fan Guest Show! Hello, and welcome to Best Friends Fancast. Uh, I am your guest host, Trice. Hey, hi, everybody. How's it doing? Um, I am recording with, with Leanne and Dr. Jen today, the B, the B team, uh, a.k.a. the best team, I think, <laughs> or the, the B team, like B-E, very zen. Right now, please welcome our, our illustrious guest, Leanne Ward. Hi, Leanne. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Dr. Jen and I, you never see us in the same room, and there's a reason why. It's it's interesting. You Yeah, yeah. you have a double identity. One of you, one identity or, is, one split personality is in Maine, right. and the other is in California. Separate families, the whole thing. <laughs> Must be very busy. Well, yeah. One's fake and one's not, but we'll never say which. Ooh, interesting. Or, I mean, I'll never say which. <laughs> No, I think we works in this situation. <laughs> it's BFF catfish. Well, let's let's do do it. The attend to the regular business first. I know you have some some special news. You saw some people this weekend, but any oh, any call outs or shout outs to get started? Well, I have shout outs, especially this week. Well, first to Trice for inviting uh-huh. me back as part of the B team, and and this a, a fabulous week for that because yesterday I 
got to meet in person Lauren Kay and Rafi. And it was wonderful. Aww. We had, we had, well, they came to my house. And, well, they went, first of all, they went to um, Mount Desert Ireland and Bar Harbor, I believe, um, on Wednesday and Thursday. And then, well, they flew into Bangor because that's what you kind of have to do to go there. Um, but then they went straight down to the island, which is about an hour away. And then they came back on Friday and we, they came to my house. They met my dog. They met my dog, Molly, and my cat, Vincent Van Cat. And I, all this time, thought Rafi was just kind of being sarcastic or something about being a cat person. But apparently he really is a cat person. Oh. And he was nervous that he was never going to get to meet Vincent Van Cat because he didn't show up while Molly was running around like crazy. Mm -hmm. And actually, he's normally not afraid of that. I think he just was sleeping somewhere. But then before we left for lunch, I grabbed his treat bag and he came up immediately. And so the two of them had a chance to meet. And Rafi has a video of, or Lauren took a video of them meeting. And so he loves Vincey. And Molly loves Lauren. Molly went insane. She had the zoomies and Lauren <laughs> loved, or Lauren treated her as if she loved it. <laughs> and um, it was great. And then we went to lunch, had a nice lunch. Then we met up again for dinner with my family, Maddie and Bill. And we went to this little place. Well, I'm, I won't have to get way into it because we did record something. I don't oh. know if uh, Rafi told you. Okay. So get that from him because we recorded something, the three of us. We went outside and recorded a five-minute solid recording for all of you that I have not listened to. So I actually don't know if it was solid. But it was fun. And so we did that. And then, you know, we had fun and went to bed by 9. Well, we didn't go to bed by 9, but left each other by a little before 9 because we're all old. And then I think they flew. Well, I know they flew back to Pennsylvania today. That is very cool. That was amazing. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't even believe I met these people because I'm not much of a traveler. So they came here and it was great. And then I got to send a picture to Allison and put I put posted on the best friends fan cast group we have more pictures but Bill wants to edit them before he sends them <laughs> he's a photographer so. oh fun but he only used the iPhone so don't expect him to be amazing the the one that you posted was pretty good yeah he didn't edit that one that was just immediately a good one that I said I need one tonight ah. so I can't I can't sit on this forever Bill okay yeah that's that yeah, and it was uh, it was awesome. So shout out to them, and of course shout out to all the best friend fan casters and all the Allison people, and I have no call outs this week. That is great. I know a lot of the BFF people <laughs> in the Facebook group were very excited about you. You know, actually getting to meet Rafi and Lauren. And, awesome, yeah. and they were and Bill thought they were great, and Maddie said they're so nice. So that ringing endorsement. Oh, and Maddie did say. Oh, they're not your imaginary friends. <laughs> <laughs> she said that to them, so they heard that too. <laughs> yeah, that is bringing the world together. The show, right. yeah, and Allison bringing bringing the Allison people exactly. together. Exactly. I feel bad for all the mean things I'm going to say about her shortly. 
Um, well, me too. And I love you, Allison. <laughs> I hope you're not listening. Um, yeah, that's great. We will hopefully get a nice little recording for that. I, that is a surprise to me. Um, if not, <laughs> if not uh, this episode, then, you know, next episode will continue the storyline. Um, that's right. Yeah, it's great. Um, that is very cool. Uh, okay, so shout outs, call outs. I don't have any call outs, I don't think. Um, it's all shout outs. So you and Dr. Jen, of course, um, for recording with me. Um, I always it's, I always appreciate being able to do our, our, you know, I would say the real version of the show with you guys. The, the other version is like, you know, the filler. Like when you can't, like when you really want to go to McDonald's as a kid, but you can't do it, you only get it on special occasions. We are the McDonald's of the Best Friends fan camp. Well, right, because we really are. Because if you think about it, you know, we're the top dogs that's why we do it a lot less mm -hmm. because we're just so you know like shonda rhymes for she's not doing Grey's anatomy so much anymore because mm -hmm. she doesn't need to yeah it's, that's it's, the creator of Grey's anatomy by the way yeah i have thank you for saying so. i am aware um some people may not yeah no it's good for the people uh but yeah, yeah it's a uh, it's you can't if you if you got a, like an mvp all-star player you know what i mean you can't exhaust them you have to give them breaks right yeah yeah we've earned this yeah <laughs> we've earned this yeah, yeah. I, I think our record speaks for itself correct um but yes of course you too and our the, the our normal hosts who will be back soon um lisa and rafi both needed some time off rafi of course moved to the east coast as you guys all know um and lisa you know has been holding down the fort for so long that it uh it uh it's not only good for her, but good for us to give her a little break so she can sort of rejuvenate and, you know, not have to worry about the show in addition to all of the, the regular stuff that happens in life. So uh, I'm happy to be able to, to help the show in this way. Um, oh, thanks to Allison for giving this podcast a shout out. Um, I hope <laughs> this isn't your first episode. Uh, if it is, hi. It's usually different people and, uh, you know, as much as we joke, we, we love our, our normal hosts. We love them, yes. We do, which is why we can make fun of them. I mean, uh, a big reason is because then we don't have to do this every week, but also we love them. Yeah. Um, shout out to East Coast Jen for not calling out. Being hilarious. Yeah, for not, for not uh, leaving a voicemail or contributing to the show or being part of the show. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's good that you know your limitations in this manner. Um, <laughs> Uh, I did not say that, East Coast Jen. I think you're hilarious, and I'm just going to be just very upfront about that. I text Lisa, and I tell her, and yes, I am sucking up because you're hilarious. I am. I am in jest. Speaking in jest. Um, I, you know, I as much as I. Oh, don't, now look at he's backing down. No, no it's, I'm in fact doubling down. As much as I don't <laughs> like to admit that I I enjoy her on the show because she you took some little pot shots at me. I do. I do like hearing from her. Um, well, those pot shots, while, you know, maybe hurtful, so funny. I disagree. I respectfully <laughs> disagree. He's going to stop this recording right now. Yeah. Um, oh, and of course, um, uh, Becky, who is no longer with oh, us, yes. but um, came up on the Monday show when Lisa was out in Washington State, sort of um, paying her respects and also taking like a little vacation and stuff. So it was, um, you know. I'm not a religious person or, or even like a superstitious person, but I, I do feel the need to say, you know, we're still thinking about you down here. Absolutely. And shout out to Lisa for taking that trip and paying her respects. And um, we love Becky 
And uh, I think it was awesome that Allison was able to talk about Becky a little bit on the Monday show yeah. because of Lisa's call. This is a great group of people. Allison people really are. We're pretty good, give or take. Yeah, like, we pretty are. Yeah. Well, pretty, pretty are? Well, you know, an occasional person who gets a little hurdy-gurdy. Well, uh, yeah. But yeah, we're, we're mostly, uh, we have, a, I would say, an A average. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, certainly A, not A minus and not A plus. A. Yeah, I think A is fair. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I do not know if we have any voicemails. Um, I <laughs> do not know if Whitney C. had any cues. Uh, oh, Whitney. We'll Shout to... out to you, Whitney. Yeah. Oh, of course, Whitney and, and Olive. Olive, yeah. The baby Olive and uh, regular oh, yeah. BKO. Yeah. Uh, so we'll figure that out in post. There's going to be a lot of, it'll be a regular post, uh, yeah. editing spectacular over here. The show will come and out. shout out to Trice for doing all oh, the boy. editing. Yeah. The show may be three to five weeks late. Um, we'll see how <laughs> it goes. Uh, but Monday. Um, so I guess we should get into the Monday show. Um, uh, Allison and Daniel. Well, so they were out on vacation in Hawaii, which people, um, if you've been following them on Instagram or whatever, you might know because they've been posting stories but so they recorded a couple shows to, so they wouldn't be without a show for the, the time that they were away um this is one of those shows it was just allison and daniel uh talking and then taking some calls leanne what what, what were your impressions of the show well you know i've just it's just occurring to me now that i might have to take my shout out away because i feel like every time trice mm-hmm. that that I am invited on the show. It happens to be a Daniel and Allison episode. Oh, and, interesting. And I don't know if that's true or not. It just feels like <laughs> it. Um, and I think I famously, hopefully not famously to Allison, but famously don't love the Daniel and Allison shows. And here are the reasons why. They're in <clears throat> this show, just like the others. Mm-hmm. Daniel and Allison bicker. Daniel sighs a lot um allison picks at him anyway and then daniel sighs some more and daniel sounds annoyed and i sound annoyed because of that um so that's my take on on um their interactions with each other uh also um allison gets sidetracked a lot on these shows she she keeps it much she's much better at keeping it tight when she's interviewing you know people but with daniel she isn't she gets very distracted she Mm -hmm. listen or she talked about the song that elliot sings then she decided she needed to look up well they couldn't figure out the name so they talked about that for a while Mm -hmm. then she looked up the lyrics then she recited then she read the lyrics Uh Then they played the song. Uh-huh. And that just really drove me crazy. And then Elliot sang it at the end. Also. Well, that was at the end, yes. Yeah. So, and I guess it was that part was cute, but I was already annoyed by then, so it took it took away yes. from it a little bit. Yes. A lot of the wee Felori man talk. More more so, you know what? By far, maybe the number one wee Felori <laughs> man podcast of this week. Yes. In the world. So uh, congratulations. That's yeah. um, a big distinction to have. Um, right. I So I texted uh, with you and Dr. Jen. and also texted Lisa. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? Let me look at my text that I sent. 
Um, Let me say, Lauren Kay hadn't even listened to it yet. Mm-hmm. I asked her about. I asked her about it. Oh, good for her. I don't know why. I don't know why I even said that, but I just, you know. You know what? She's at women life. She doesn't right. uh, save save your 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 uh, star players for. Oh, Rafi did listen. That's that's why I was like, what did Rafi think? Mm-hmm. And I will say, since he's not here to speak for himself, he was not nearly as annoyed as I was, or. And so that was shocking to me because Rafi is a not-so-secret sweetheart and doesn't get as annoyed, I think, as I do. So everyone likes to say I'm so nice, but really it's Rafi deep down inside because, boy, am I not nice when it comes to Daniel and Allison episodes. You know, just in general on the Dallas, <sighs> the, Allison, the Daniel and Allison <laughs> episodes, that would be their couple, yeah. their celebrity couple name. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult. They're not always. They have the feeling of like a little side bonus Patreon thing, except yes. they're in the main feed and they're they're just not. Uh, they're not always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not. They're not always up to par compared to like an actual interview show or a Thursday show. It's sort of the, the weakest right. link, and it's it really is. It can stand out a little bit. Not very professional. Very not much. To be, yeah. not, not to be like that, but it's just not. Yeah, I mean, I that's the thing I think about when I think, oh, is someone's first episode listening right. to Allison show this episode? Because it's literally like them arguing, I, you know, I'll demote no them, editing. them bickering for like the first 14 yeah. minutes. And it's like, uh, uh, so um, the text I sent to Lisa about the show, um, <laughs> I, I said big time bickersons to start Allison's Monday show. And that was like, I wasn't even done listening. I was just like, mm-hmm. I needed to talk to someone about it. Yes. Um, and she said she hadn't listened to it yet because it had just come out. And um, I sent a gif of uh, Uncle Joey from Full House doing the cut it out thing. <laughs> and I said, she's lucky slash unlucky. I'm not editing her show because I would have suggested that she and then the gif. But yeah, this is. Yeah. Uh, so I re-listened to it um, Friday and I was like, oh, you know what? He's a saint. He re-listened to it. He, well, uh, I, I felt obligated to. Uh, the first listen to uh, it was like. The first listen, I was like, this is, I think, literally the worst episode of Allison Show. <laughs> um, sorry, Allison, if you're listening, this is, uh, well, you well, know what you did. Feedback you might need to hear. You yeah. Know. Um, we it love was, you, though. It was, uh, and the, the, them arguing doesn't normally bother me, but I was like, I, I maybe half finished the show. Like, I think I finished it the first time, but I was like, not even listening. I was like, it was just too much. And it was too much yeah. of, like, purely them, like, being snippy about a microphone situation. Like, like... <sighs> But so on the second listen, with with that in mind, I re-listened to it again, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually a pretty good episode." If you if you really? cut out the first fifteen minutes, which they should yes. have done, and it already was a short episode in many ways, great, but also, uh, like Lauren and I said, we still feel cheated when it's only an, an hour and eight minutes. It's because they were re- just spoiler alert; they're going to have another one next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been better to have a much better. 30 minute episode yes a, in this situation a 45 yes. minute episode where i was like what are you doing um but they're doing another one because they record she said we're recording another one yep which <sighs> hopefully it's out of their system yeah yeah and just to harp on this some more so <laughs> i in the text thread you and me and dr jen were talking about this and i said it reminded me of something that corolla would do which i haven't mm-hmm. listened to i it. thought of that yeah i haven't listened to a show much since uh you know, Allison Gate, since the whole thing happened. But mm-hmm. for a long time, 
um, seemingly forever, like when she was on the show, and I would have to assume after. He would be, he would start every episode with like a boring airport story or a boring travel story, just because that was what was on his mind, and like he wanted to talk about something new or whatever. And it's like that's, but it wasn't funny or good. Like he didn't go through mm-hmm. the effort to actually like make it into a bunch of jokes like a stand-up comedian would do, who's just kind of like talking about ah, don't you hate uh, security <laughs> guards or whatever and it's like no that's not a, that's not a thing that's not a complete thought what are you doing um but no one was gonna say hey boss get it together this sucks because it's his show like there's there's no right. vector for that kind of feedback um it's allison's show you, you, oh thanks um <laughs> but you similarly like this this maybe wasn't as bad or it's, it's definitely not as regular but uh, it's it's it felt like she you know had uh, she was feeling uh, she wanted to be snippy at Daniel because maybe he had been snippy at her before the recording and had to I, I guess you could say talk through some emotions though they didn't actually do that they just kind of argued until they ran out of steam um, and then the actual show began but like this well, my- is, yeah this is not uh, this this is not it's not good. This was My not argument her best is she almost sounded to me when she d- brings up stuff about Daniel. I think you're absolutely right that there, and we we kind of talked about this in the text thread, um, that there actually is something behind it. Mm-hmm. But some of it, I think she thinks she's being amusing, bringing it up because like, you know. But maybe I'm wrong about that. But then it turns into something because then Daniel gets annoyed, mm-hmm. unless he thinks he's being amusing. But I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> Although he is kind of dry, so yeah, I think he's 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 joking, she's... but he's they're both yeah, but there's definitely truth to both of that's it. what it is. Like... But she doesn't sound as angry as he does to hmm. me, she and maybe does to it's me. his voice. Uh, maybe I mean, it's that's his true. voice that makes him sound angrier to me, um, and all the sighing and. But yeah, you feel like you hear anger. That's interesting. Yeah, I think there's like sublimated. Uh, I... Well, I'm, there's probably some annoyance for sure. Yeah, there's like a little bit of like. I get to like it's weird to me that she does this on air on the show that feels mm-hmm. weird it feels like you know yeah not just like a couple fighting in public but like right. fighting in front of your friend this is like boring who's afraid of Virginia Woolf or something like this is like I don't <laughs> know why why are you subjecting other people to this like uh yeah. it is it is it feels like having a safe space to like to shoot into him about something and it's 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 weird i know maybe it doesn't bother daniel any he said this sort of stuff doesn't like necessarily always rub him the wrong way but it it feels it weird sounds to, like, like it does though yeah there's <laughs> the both of them does. are there's yeah. i think real energy behind it even if it's being presented in a like i'm gonna call you out about a thing sort of playfully but it's like someone making a joke about something that they actually mean but they're kind of phrasing right. it as a joke like there's there's a yeah. real sort of annoyance here that's sort of I think you are through. right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you notice that Tony will kind of call her out now when she like goes off on some tangent that he knows he knows the audience is going to be bored by it. So he'll kind of mention it. He's like he'll he'll say something like, "Yep, this is exactly what the audience wants to hear." Yeah, on the Thursday show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does that sometimes to her. I'm like lately and I'm like, "Yes, you're speaking for all of us, Tony. Thank you." That is a valuable service. That to go back to Corolla. <laughs> Not that she listens, but Yeah, but that was one of the things that one of the I liked Allison on that show. Um 
at least at the time. I don't know how I don't know how well that show holds up if I were to go back and listen. But right. um, one of the things that the previous co-host, Teresa Strasser, was good at was sort of like redirecting Adam when he would start to repeat himself or. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she was. Uh, that was one of her strengths. Um, and I it is potentially very much a good thing for Tony to just be like, hey, this is uh this is great, like sarcastically, or you know, right. this is what the people want, or whatever. Because I think she kind of knows that, but sort of also right. needs someone else to to say so that she's not just she's sort of uh, doing a resonating thing, but yeah, sort of needs someone to sort of uh, pull her back into reality a little bit, or at least the the yeah. subjective reality that the listeners think... might be experiencing. Exactly, I agree. Yep. <laughs> All but... right. I mean, but, that was, you know? yeah, that was most of my thing for Monday. Um, but yeah. uh, about the argument portion of the show, did you have anything else? <laughs> no. Okay. Did we spend a good 15 minutes? Because that's, you know, what we should do. I mean, an eye for an eye. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then maybe twice, depending on how, how my call goes with Dr. Jen. <laughs> right. Edit her in. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else jump out to you from Monday? I will say it's always fun to hear. I, uh, if I remember correctly, Jen's not, and sorry, Dr. Jen, if I'm speaking out of turn, but if I remember correctly, she's not really into the phone calls, mm -hmm. but that is something that I like because I love to hear the, the other fans, especially, and not especially, I shouldn't say especially. I, of course, love to hear the ones that I know and know of, but I love to hear the ones I've never heard of before because um, it just reminds me again oh she's got quite a good fan base out there you know that listens that have been listening for years that, that we don't even know so that just us like 40 people and that's oh that i don't know that always warms my heart for her yeah I, which i needed for this episode <laughs> this again you would have gotten to it sooner had they took out the first part of the show <laughs> exactly um <laughs> yes this is uh i really liked the calls it was nice to hear from lisa uh yes, of course it was great to hear from lisa yeah but then like you said the other people like uh, landry called in and then also even uh, if i kind of was like oh landry okay <laughs> yeah yeah, it's it's nice to just to get a sense that it's not just, you know, all right. of us weirdos in the Best Friends Fancast Facebook group. It's like she has a whole yeah. listener base and those different people calling into the show with different things. It's it's Yeah. It's yeah, cool. It's great. I like it a lot. Um oh, so about them being on vacation, Allison was like, Yeah, we're gonna she's be so pagey about it. She's done it in more than one episode. Yeah. And but the... then she's posting on Instagram, so everyone yeah. knows. But on the ep on the episode, she was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're going to be on vacation. You know, don't rob us or anything." And it's like you could just not say you're going to be on vacation until. But there's other times that she kind of has been, but not not this show. That's by the most she said about it. Mm -hmm. Other ones where she kind of acts like she's not really mentioning it. I can't remember why. Um, but yeah, I guess she did say that. Don't rob us. I mean, she's kidding. Nobody's going to go there and rob them. Yeah, maybe you never know. Well, maybe, but I guess probably not. Probably Only not. a few people know where they live, if any of them. That's true. Rafi doesn't even know, because he hasn't been to that house. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Only the other one. Well, you could kidnap Jordan or something. You could work it out. Find oh, out. true. If you find out where Tony is, you could, like, you know, tie him up and make him talk or something. Oh, right. <laughs> do, do, do. I think that's mostly it that's for me. That's it for me. Um, yeah. So, just to recap the calls a little bit, uh, Lisa called in about her Washington trip, and then, of course... I mentioned Becky and, you know, 
paying homage and that sort of thing and that was cool um landry called in about awkward sex scenes in movies while you're watching them with other people which uh is a very a funny observation (laughs) um oh also daniel in that context brought up team america world police which is the the puppet movie from like a God, 20 years ago at this point. Right, I had no idea what that was. Yeah, it's the guys who made South Park made a movie with uh, puppets. Oh, about... okay. It's a... Uh, for those of you who do remember the movie, um, it is more racist than you remember. It does not hold up well. It's pretty stupid and bad. Um, consider that. Um, oh, Megan. Not surprising. Yeah. A lot of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not surprising. Um, other Megan, Megan from St. Louis called in talking about how she's um, getting ready to have a baby. So congratulations, Megan. Congratulations. Um, and thought that ended up with Allison and Daniel talking about road trips. Um, question. All oh, right. Yes. Have you ever done like a family road trip? Oh, yes. Several. And never loved them. They were mm. fine. But my my mom never wanted to stop for us to go pee. My dad was fine with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, we had to go on the side of the road a lot, you know. This is back in the 80s, early 90s. That's no excuse. Um, but it was funny to me that Daniel acted like he loved his road trips because I had the impression he didn't with his fam- with his dad. Yeah, I wonder. So I was surprised when he said yeah. that. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would have guessed he would have been the one who didn't like them and then Allison did, but it was the other way around. Apparently. What, have you been on road trips? I mean, just with your sh- family? short little ones for like a weekend or something. I think one time, once or twice, we ended up, oh gosh, I think we went down to like Southern California for like a day or something. And then we, we took like a Disneyland trip when I was like very, very young, like six or something Ooh. that I kind of vaguely remember. It was one of those memories where it was like, I was sure that I was remembering it wrong, but then my older brother, who's like 12 years older than me, so like, no, you had, you guys actually went. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. It's nice <laughs> to have good. my reality affirmed a little bit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I should I should uh, give a little bit more info on my family road trips. Is we went in a big 15 passenger van hmm. because my there's 14 kids in my family, Ooh. though only nine of us have lived together at the same time because there's a big age span. My parents adopted more after the five of us oldest kids moved out Mm -hmm. but there have been nine of us all together so we had a 15 passenger blue van for many years which was always great when your dad or mom picks you up in a 15 passenger van from school and it's just them that (laughs) person driving it yay um so uh but that's what our road trips would were in and we actually I say I didn't like them, and I didn't, but there are some fun memories. We sang a lot of really annoying, you know, camp songs mm-hmm. and and had snacks and stuff. So, so there are good things, but also very boring. Yeah, I can imagine as a kid, especially, like, in the days before, like, you know, uh, the internet or whatever. It's uh... Yeah, exactly. Just the radio. And I do remember one time my mom decided to entertain us by telling us the whole story of her and my dad went to see Forrest Gump okay. in the theater. So we didn't go with them, obviously, because we we're kids. So she loved the movie and told us the whole uh, plot of the movie from beginning to end. That's fun. <laughs> Is there anything else from Monday? 
Daniel wants to see a bunch of rivers and stuff. Oh, they also talked <laughs> about how um, <laughs> driving while drunk used to be like much more socially oh. acceptable, which is true, but also uh, weird. That was before my time, because any time that I can remember, it, it wasn't. But but maybe that's where I, maybe that's the environment I grew up in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, probably true. I would, yeah, I would imagine so. a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Allison mentioned her newsletter. Have you had? Have you been keeping up with the newsletter? I love her newsletters. This is a bright spot for Allison, in my opinion, because they're silly and kind of. Um, you know, tangential and all of that, but she just, to me, has a flair in her writing that I just really enjoy. Even like this, if she's writing about the dumbest thing, like just the way she'll phrase something will make me laugh or just amuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really like her writing. I'm glad that she's trying to write a little bit again, and I'm hoping that it'll turn into something more. And I'm, I'm hoping she'll stick to it because, you know, sometimes some of the things she's tried as far as writing have kind of fallen by the wayside on Patreon. Yep. So I'm hoping that she'll do this because I do think I, I really like her writing. Yeah. I read, I think the first entry and I liked it a lot. I just haven't kept up with it, but it's they're short. So that's a good thing. Too. Yeah. That's good for people who don't have a lot of time. Also, it seems like the proper venue. It's not like a super long Instagram caption. No. Or... <laughs> Which I don't, I don't go on Instagram. So yeah. I've heard people, be annoyed by those but <laughs> me included definitely yeah um but yeah it's it's a good so for all of the uh the things i said about the monday episode or at least the first chunk of it um i am glad that she's writing i agree yeah, yeah it's it's good and she's good at it and uh i i it, she she could stand to do it more yeah yeah okay and i'd like her to branch out and write other things Ooh. Well, uh, what would you like to see? Publications. Write? I don't know yet. I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I would like to see. I'd like her to branch out and write more for publications that would be widely read. Hmm. Yeah. That aren't about her, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I like to see that, that again because there's a lot of articles that I wish I could read that she has written in the past that I'll never get to read, like from her music, or. Not just music writing days, but, you know, when she wrote for Time Out New York or any of those, because they're just not online, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I wish I could read those. Although she did, I can't remember what one it was that she said was she feels bad about now, and I did read it. Oh, what was it? It was a music article. I'm like, oh, yeah, I would feel bad about that, too, if I wrote it. Oh, was she Where like... She thought someone seemed like a man. It was a... Ooh. Oh, who was it? It was, it was kind of... Like, oh, man, she talked about it a while. Like, it was a couple years ago. She did bring it up and said that she felt bad about it, I think. Yeah, that'll happen. Like, if you're writing yeah. a lot and, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It would happen. Yeah, well, you think you're being all cheeky and whatever, yeah. but I've had that. I used to write for a uh, music website for country music, and, mm-hmm. and and you know, I was reviewing, you know, little, um, like, songs or albums or whatever and i'm like oh, yeah i thought i was being you know all edgy and whatever but no that's just probably mean yeah i mean i uh when i was younger for sure like i and now i'm just railing about allison <laughs> you found a new direction for your anger um <laughs> yeah. but yeah i broke i used to write but i used to be the 
argues on the internet with strangers all day guy when I was younger, oh. like when I was in my 20s. Um, and I, yeah, I wrote a lot of fairly, for, yeah. fairly bad things. Fairly rude. So we all and, have like, our regrets. Yeah. 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 I've done that about um, country music a lot. It's been way too much time and now I can't even write about mainstream country music anymore because I don't listen to it anymore because yeah. it's terrible. Speaking <laughs> of which, I was thinking of you. So I was, I did this thing last month. Um, I did it also last year, um, where for the entire month I listened to like um, famous albums or like influential albums that I've never heard before. So I listened to oh, like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club mm -hmm. Band by the Beatles and uh, Donna Summer's album Bad Girls and just sort of different sort of albums that were either like big at the time or very influential. And I was thinking up a country one to listen to and I almost asked you about it, but I didn't want to pester you. Um, oh, you should have pestered me about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I ended up listening to uh, Johnny Cash, the live uh, Folsom Prison album. Oh, that's a great one. It, I, was, great I one. was surprised how much I liked it's it. so fun. Yeah. it's, it's And it's yeah. actually kind of heartwarming because he's just treats them with respect. Yeah. And with a sense of humor. And they really appreciated him. Imagine being in a situation like that and Johnny Cash comes, you know, and you like, look, that's, that's, I would go to jail for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure there are some people who would. Or to prison, I should say. There would be, that's like an interesting movie premise, like a comedy where people. I know. They find out that, that someone's going to yeah. be performing out of prison, so they try to get convicted so they can attend the show. And then for him to be able to sing, I shot a, a man in Reno just to watch him die in front of a bunch of prisoners. Yeah. Like, that's just amazing. And they cheer. And the reaction. Yeah. yeah. It's very funny, the lines <laughs> that they, like, cheer at. Like, there's yes. some. It's long black veil where he's talking about someone like you know having an affair with their friend's wife, and like people were yep. like, "Yeah," they're all, like, they're all nodding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, that's a great. Uh, I'm glad you chose that one. That's a great. Yeah, one. I considered uh Billy Ray, not Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh. I always get him confused. Uh, who's <laughs> the other hack guy? Garth Brooks, just because oh. he was so big in the '90s. And he I am a big Garth album. Brooks fan. I'm a I'm a Garth Brooks apologist. So. All right. <laughs> All right, maybe next next time. time I'll tell you what album okay. of his you could try. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with us. With Dr. J and LK. Hang out with us. We're not Dr. J and LK. Hello and welcome to Unworthy with LK and oh sorry with Dr. J and LK. No, you can put Hi, yourself Dr. first. J. You can put yourself first. That's how I always say it though. It's, it felt wrong. I don't know. LK and Dr. J sounds lame. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Either way. Hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we are going to be doing a combined episode this week, starting with March 26th, gay and quotation marks dog, the stinking, the stinking, <laughs> <laughs> the stinking debate and things men universally love. Yes. So um, I guess the first thing was the, the gay dog, uh, where okay so there was uh someone had a dog and I don't know if they got it from the shelter or if they got it elsewhere but they brought it to the shelter 
saying that the dog was gay and was, I guess, like humping other male dogs and they were not cool with that. Um, and so they brought it to the shelter and this dog then, uh, people heard their, heard the story of this dog and he was adopted by a nice gay couple and uh, has a good life now. And that really bothered me because I, I used to volunteer at an animal shelter. So I know there's like, always, there's sometimes like really stupid reasons why people, you know, bring their pets in, like, you know, suddenly they're moving and they can't take their, I mean, I know sometimes that is legit, but there's always, there's always some animals that are there for like a reason where you're like, oh, that is so sad. And then it makes me feel bad for people who have to bring their animals in for a legit reason, like Tony Thaxton did because his dog was super aggressive. And then he, you know, they gave him trouble for bringing his dog in for that. But I wonder what the shelter said to these people who brought their dog in saying he's gay, you know? Yeah. I, okay. I'm going to guess this is Florida, but I don't remember where it was. Um, but I don't know, like when that person is, that's such a far off thing to think. I don't think there's, there's no reasoning that can be involved. So I'm sure they didn't feel any guilt about it. Whereas someone with Tony already felt like immense guilt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's just like the people they get like, oh, we bought this dog that was such a cute puppy, but now it's too big. <laughs> it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of uh, research and observation that uh, animals of all sorts do all kinds of behaviors and you're putting like human thoughts about sexuality onto an animal, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm glad for the dog that he got a new home. Yes. I'm sure he's Uh, much more well taken care of in the new home. Totally. Um. And then they were talking about spanking. And I, I really like the way that Allison talks about it, where it's so wrong to her. And um, like I was saying to Rafi, it's like, it's pretty obvious that she wasn't spanked and that just she would never do that to her kids. And I like the way that she says, or that they were saying um, that like, you know, it's not okay to hit your spouse it's not okay to hit your mm-hmm. animals why should it be okay for you to hit your children mm-hmm. and like yes I agree with that and it's really cool that whales uh it's it's illegal there now to spank your children yeah I mean it's a whole it's a whole thing and uh, I think you know they have the thing like you were saying you wouldn't hit your spouse I mean some people do, but you know, yeah, right. but it's not okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. You know, it would be a, a crime or it is a crime. I'm saying the police could charge, um, could, could arrest somebody. I also think people are like, well, I was spanked and I was fine. It's like, well, I'm glad that in spite of your abuse, <laughs> mm-hmm. you were able to be successful, but it doesn't mean that you're fine. Uh, but also the people that do it, you know. I've had, you know, someone say, you know, I had to spank my kid and blah, blah, blah. And I just stayed completely silent because while I don't agree with it in that moment, I don't think there's anything I can say that would prevent them from doing it. I'm just listening to what they're saying. And by Mm -hmm. the end of it, I I just said, oh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was just listening. And then by the end of it, they were trying to justify it. And then they Mm -hmm. were like, and then they're like, and and just my silence. And they're like, 
oh my god I feel so bad that I did that <gasps> oh. and so you know just because we're so quick to uh judge others which you know I don't think spanking is right but the why the person is doing it it's like what what are they lacking in skills and communication that they aren't able to get across their their point without without having to resort to hitting mm-hmm. um so I would just hope that you know if the person probably wouldn't have said anything you know I may have later said something when we're not in the moment because when someone's telling you in the moment they're probably not really ready to hear things yeah but yeah uh I agree it's it's not a behavior that er, an abuse that anyone should have to undergo yeah yeah and your kids should go to you for comfort and not think that you're gonna physically harm them ever and and then it does make it harder to say like don't hit your brother or I'm going to hit you like two wrongs don't make a right. And right. so, yeah, it's, it's good to lead by example. Yeah. Um, they talked about things that men universally love. And uh, one of them that I was like, oh yeah, like my kids love it. I mean, they're not men yet, but they're boys <laughs> and it's uh, throwing rocks into throwing rocks into water. They said they like that. Um, and I lost my notes. So that's the only one I remember other yeah. than that. <laughs> they said that men love to communicate with, uh, gifts and memes. And I was like, Hey, 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 us ladies yeah. like to do that too. I don't and, but, like, have you ever gotten a, a, a gif or a gif or a meme from a, from a female friend? I'm like all the time, why we, every day, <laughs> why, I mean, every day, multiple times a day, what do you think Instagram and TikTok and 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 tech group chats are all about it's all about sharing things you find funny and a lot of the times that's in the form of a gift gif or yeah you know, a meme or something I thought that was ridiculous how they both were like yeah it's a manly thing what yeah yeah I do that with all of my girlfriends so I I took offense to that <laughs> offense that's, that's, yes offense that's something that humans universally love I think <laughs> And it's funny when you said, because that was kind of my point when you're like throwing rocks. So the ones I remember, because I didn't take notes of that one, is standing up watching TV, um, throwing rocks oh. and, and into the water to see like the ripple effect it makes or, you know, whatever. And I thought every single thing they listed, I mean, besides the mean gift on it, that is what a child likes to do. <laughs> And oh it's, yeah, I guess I'm proving your point then too. And I'm like, yeah. that's further proof that men are just children. Because <laughs> my yeah. kids stand up all the time when they watch TV, and I'm like, you're right next to a couch. You could just sit down. But uh, you know, especially when they're toddlers, right? They just like to stand. Yeah, just everywhere to stand. Um, and my kids love throwing rocks into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah men or children (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here uh the and they also talked about I know it wasn't listed in the title but uh they were discussing this man on TikTok his name is Lee Hammock who is um a self-aware diagnosed uh narcissist Mm -hmm. he has narcissistic Mm -hmm. personality disorder um and he is on TikTok under 
mental healness and he makes videos to help people who are dealing with a narcissist and who are have dealt with narcissistic abuse um and trying to help people and it's pretty amazing I know I sent one of his videos uh Mm -hmm. to some friends before and I find them really helpful and uh so they were talking Allison was talking about how it's an actual personality disorder it's not just you know, people who are in love with themselves or think that they're the best. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of narcissists have uh, low self-esteem, actually, I think. And it's part of, you know, Mm -hmm. why they're like that, because it's their way of coping. But um, then after they kind of discussed how it's a real actual thing and not just something that you can say, oh, they're a narcissist because they're always looking in the mirror or something. Then Todd goes into, you can always tell the narcissist because they post so many selfies. And then (laughs) I was just like, no, that's not, that's not it. That's like vanity or, you know, maybe something else, but it's not the same thing. So I just wanted to say they kind of, they kind of were on the right track and then just made it, made a little bit of an off comment, but that was, I'm I'm glad that they brought that up because I think that guy's pretty helpful. Yeah. And that's all I had from that episode. Okay, so from the next one that just aired today, April 2nd, is Dax and Kristen's Revelations, Advice for New Moms and Allison on Friendship. Now this one, um, I'm just going to say something and then you're going to take it away. I could (laughs) not remember if it was a new episode or not because uh, Todd did a bit in the beginning where he was like trying to call Allison where where was she? Allison! oh, she's on vacation. So it's going to be, we're going to throw it back the first episode. And I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to listen. (laughs) (laughs) But then like when I was, I was looking at the uh, title and I went back to the first one, I was like, that's not the same title. And then I, a lot of times things will be repeated from across different shows that Allison hosts. And Mm -hmm. I won't know which episode or which show it came from. So like she said that before, but, or have I heard it before on Upworthy? But in the notes, the show notes, it says um, that it's going to be a very special episode and they're going to go back to the beginning and take a listen to the never before heard demo that Allison and Todd recorded to get the job as hosts of the podcast. Mm -hmm. This is like a time machine that magically takes you back to 2021. Um, (laughs) So that's that one. Oh, wait, I was going to do this one, huh? And then you were going to comment since I took the notes on this one. Never mind. Back to me. Okay. So uh, Todd explained how the show started and how it all began. Mm -hmm. And he said that since Oprah wasn't returning his calls, he then messaged (laughs) Allison to see if she wanted to be a host. And what I garnered from it was that he had already been an Allison fan and had listened to her shows before and had had known who she was. And he really liked her personality and her interviewing skills and the way she approached subjects. And so that's why he went to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that is like where in the process he decided Allison, but mm-hmm. he seemed like from the start, that's who he would want to do a show. With. Yeah. I wish, I wish he would have said, Oh, I've, I've heard her podcast before, or I had, you know, heard her on someone else's podcast. Cause it, he didn't say exactly where he knew her from, but maybe just, who knows <laughs> yeah because but then like in the episode she's talking later she talks about friendship and he's like oh yeah you made friends with mary mary jane but it was like Marilyn rice, rice mary lynn rice yeah so 
And the only way he think he would have known that had is if he had listened to an episode of hers. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Uh they start off with the fact that some people were on off-grid adventure trips that started mm-hmm. right before the pandemic hit and quarantine hit and how they kind of came back to a global p- pandemic and I guess it's something that guides would joke about like after this off grid you're going to come back to a whole new world it's going to feel mm-hmm. like a different world and it and truly was a, a different world yeah I I think that must have been so scary and especially Todd brought up like seeing everyone in masks must have been like it, that's like really startling like I, I I feel bad for those people they were on like a some kind of boat trip and yeah, yeah that must have been very very weird <laughs> It reminded me of um, the book that Sarah Schaefer wrote about how she like hiked the Grand Canyon with her. Well, it was like a, a whitewater raft through the Grand Canyon and they were off grid like the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. So to think you just had this beautiful life moment and you come back and it's a, like a horror movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like everything is stark and abandoned and people are just walking around with masks and you've had there's like no slow adjustment because we heard about it like oh in China oh now in Thailand oh no. and it just like you heard about it and it slowly came over before it was shut down everything although still the shutdown still felt felt abrupt but I can't not as mad as a, someone who just came back from a trip like day one totally yeah um, and then she talked about the or he talked about one of them uh, someone who had been in a coma for 15 years and woke up and was very confused about how to pay for things and the prices. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, there is probably a lot that happened between waking up and then them reaching into their pocket to pay for yeah. things. I'm like, like they just they went wake up and, to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, no, they just woke up at a McDonald's and they're like, why? What, <laughs> why are the prices so high? Uh, but they kind of likened it to that since someone had woken up from a coma. It was like, oh, yeah. things are expensive. Uh, okay. Then they talked about Dax and Kristen Bell's revelation. Okay. So Dax and Kristen, I feel as though they have a non-conventional relationship. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Maybe there's, or they're non-conventional people in relationship. No. Uh, but they said they got to the point where if they could remark on other people people's attractiveness like oh I think Mm -hmm. and and one of the things they said was oh so if they're sitting down watching the Olympics then either of them can pause it and make a comment about how attractive someone is and to my thing like to the thing that busy Phillips says on her podcast a lot to what end why Mm -hmm. like aren't you watching the Olympics maybe I'm naive I don't know but aren't you watching the Olympics to see the sport why are you pausing it to comment on people's bodies yeah I'm not in that mindset when I'm watching something like that like I could see if you're watching like a tv show and everybody's beautiful on there and you go like oh this person's beautiful but I mean yeah and why would you it would hurt my like I would say like oh yeah that person is beautiful so I I understand but at the same time it would hurt my feelings you know there's just it's just why yeah what even if I am watching something with my girlfriends and we're just watching a tv show rarely do we remark on somebody's appearance Mm -hmm. 
but all unless you're watching something like Sex in the City, like where they're they're in it for the looks. Like the whole point is like that thing. But even then, we're not like, oh yeah, he's hot. Let's pause it and talk about yeah <laughs> how attractive this person. But why? Do you, I don't get it. I you're sitting there I don't with get it either. other, and you're like, yeah, let's watch this thing together, whatever it is, and let me tell you how hot that person is. Yeah. What what good is gonna come of it? Why? I don't know. I agree. And, but some people do comment a lot about, you know, other people's bodies or attractiveness. And like, even at work, sometimes like, well, one person in particular will come up to me and be like, oh, look at the new security guard. Isn't he hot? And I'm like, I, I have never, I didn't even know he was new because I don't look at the security guards. I walk right past them. <laughs> like, I don't. And then she asked me, if this one guy she goes do you think he's hot and this is like an older woman maybe she's around like 60 and um the, this guy looks like a kid he has like he's he's so young he's probably like 20 years old and she goes do you think he's hot and I was like oh like maybe cute but like I would I don't think of it I wouldn't ever think of that person that way yeah. and also I'm in a happy relationship so it's like really weird to me when people make comments like that it's not that sounds like high school. Yeah. And what? And I, maybe because in high school your hormones are raging. You're like, you just want to talk about everyone's attractiveness. I suppose. I don't know. But what is the lady's point? Like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and it turned into a little bit of talk about um, that something about oh that they're comfortable with talking about anybody being attractive um, of mm-hmm. any sort of, they put it in a binary aspect, but any, any person really, um, as well as he's okay with her out earning him and how some husbands wouldn't be okay with that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's interesting because I think if I asked my husband, like, Hey, would you be okay if I made more money than you? And he's like, Heck yeah, because yeah, it's about the common goal. Yeah, uh, you know, like their common goal of let's retire and stop working so much. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I, well, I don't get why a man would feel that way. Todd mm-hmm. said because of the, I guess that's just the one pressure, one of the main couple of pressures that men have to undergo is quote unquote being the breadwinner. But mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like that expectation has is not really there anymore for the generations after us. And even, even yeah, even that's me, good. It's not there, but like, who cares? Like, if money is money, it doesn't matter where it comes from. I wonder if, like, if they're saying it as applied to like Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, if it's because like that means that you're the better actor or something like mm. you earning more money means that you're that's interesting you know maybe it's more right. than just the money but in general I mean I think any anyone I know who's you know a couple would be happy yeah just it's it's a common goal and it's you're in it together so it's if it's good for one it's good for you both <laughs> yeah that is interesting when it comes to like when it's remarking on your skills and your ability to do your work if she's getting more callbacks, that means if she's more successful, I mean, she's getting more callbacks or she got a better contract or in that kind of thing. That yeah. Like she point. gets paid yeah. more for a movie than he does or something. Right. Well, yeah. Todd, was, Todd was saying there was a brief time where he stayed home more and his wife worked more. 
and mm-hmm. he needed to be reminded. And while I can say, well, that's dumb, why would you, like, at least he was able to be vulnerable and say what he needed and how nice that was that his wife could provide that for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then they talked about Allison, oh, they talked about, let's see, advice for new moms and mm-hmm. how everyone basically was telling Allison the same thing, which is like, don't sweat the small stuff. And I've been to a, uh, a few baby showers or any kind of shower where they're like, write your advice as if you're <laughs> an ex- expert or whatever. Uh, yeah. For a while, my advice is like, take no one's advice, like listen to nobody. But I, <laughs> I think the other day when I was kind of doing some spring cleaning and really trying to get organized, which, you know, doesn't always happen, but I said, the only, I'm going to tell anybody who has like, is starting like anything, a new house, a new relationship, like a marriage or having a child. The only thing I say is get a good organizing system, like whether it be Mm -hmm. digital or physical for all the paperwork and forms and certificates that you will have from now into the end. Cause everyone's going to ask you, oh, can you provide that document for me? Oh, when did your Mm -hmm. child start sitting up and, you know, oh, what was their last appointment? Just get a system. That's all I say. You are the best. That's the best advice. The system. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What would your advice? And it's, uh, oh boy. I don't, I, the only advice that I give, (laughs) that I give to people that are about to become parents is not to tell people what you're going to name your kid until they're already named that, just so that you don't get the opinion because if it's already done, they're not going to go like, I don't, cause I, I had that problem telling, uh, like my, my family, what I planned oh, to yeah. name my first son and they ruined a couple of names for me. And I mean, I, I love what his name ended up being, but it just didn't feel good to spend so much time and, and come up with, with some, a name that I thought was great and then have people, you know, really crap all over it and then ruin it. So uh, that's that's my only advice yeah I remember no, that's a good point I remember that too like I sent a list of names to family members and they're like oh well if you do that then it's gonna have to be like this or if you give your daughter or your son that name then they're always gonna be like wait how do you spell that is it with this or without this letter and mm-hmm. I remember one time I, like I almost didn't name my second kid her name because like that person I'm like stupid <laughs> like why would yeah. I like who cares there's always gonna be some somebody always has to say something about their name no one ever has like an easy name unless even like the name I don't know that oh the name John is it O-N or O-H-N like you know yeah everybody has something yeah yeah totally oh and then Allison said like accept help like always accept help and I think that's definitely like accept help and set up boundaries like my first one I didn't set up the boundaries but my second one before I had the baby I let everybody know. Well, the first one I said, you have to have like your DTAP and your whole shot before you see my baby. But the second mm-hmm. one, I was like, no one's coming over unless I ask you to. And when I go to feed the baby, that means I want you to stay where you are. And like I said, I complete like house rules and I, I asked for help. And I was like, I need help. I'm struggling. I was really struggling for the second one. And I, and my friend's like, do you want me to come over and like spend the nights and I'll just hold the baby while you sleep? I'm like, yes. Oh, that's <laughs> so, really nice. Yeah. Definitely accept help because it, even holding the kid or even just watching don't even have to be help just looking at the baby while you like sleep or yeah wash the dishes or whatever yeah those are good 
let's see. Oh, and then advice, like extended into like life advice. And Todd mm-hmm. said, uh, Dolly Parton's quote of find out who you are and do it on purpose. And that's how he likes to approach things. And Allison's new ad- advice was, you know, lower the stakes, just make new, make a new friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked both of those. Yeah, me too. And yeah, I he said like try to try to get one just one percent better every day. Yeah, and he's like, so just one less sip of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I always leave the last sip in my beer, so I'm already fine. Yeah, I was like, I always leave the last bite on my plate. I'm good. No, um, so I like that too because it's more it's more manageable. It's just mm-hmm. like one little bit better because yeah a lot of times it's like tomorrow I'm gonna do everything different yeah. and yeah. it's like no you're not <laughs> <laughs> or you are for two days and then it's just all yeah. back to you <laughs> yeah all right that's good for now and plus you're gonna hear my voice more since I'm recording with Trace which we, you probably would have already heard by now so that's oh. another uh-huh. uh I wanted to say one other thing yes which was that in in cat news oh yeah. um I did get to meet the wonderful and amazing Vincent Van Cat, Leanne Ward's uh, cat, <laughs> and her dog Molly. Um, and I remembered what I was saying in the video about you uh, oh, when I filmed Raffi petting him, and it was, or what Leanne was saying about you. It was uh, that she appreciated his shout out in the last episode. Oh. That's what- <laughs> Yeah, well, shout out to to Vince again. I'm just I'm just shortening his name. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe he, doesn't she, he called him Vincey. I think I think oh. that's like his nickname. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> very Aww. sweet. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. I wonder if they have a jingle or if it's just going to be. I guess we'll find out. They do not have a jingle. Okay, and that's fine. We don't have to have a jingle for everything. Hello, and welcome back to the Best Friends Fancast. I am your guest host, Trice. We have with us the the enigmatic and mysterious Dr. Jen. Hi, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm, you know what? Life's hard. There's a long, you know what? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to. I'm gonna write a whole country song about it and tell you about it right now. But um, yeah, things are okay. Things things are going okay. Um, so you went for were you doing like a a five k or or one k or what? What's your running situation today? You just said I was mysterious. And now you're trying to bring up personal things. All right, I didn't know that I'm was. Per- I didn't know you were I'm- on the run. I thought it was just an exercise <laughs> thing. It was it was a five k away from the police. No, oh. I just did the, uh, this annual five k that I do. Um. Didn't want to do it, but uh, as you say, life is hard. My friend's um, daughter is battling cancer right now. I oh. thought, you know what? If she can do that, I can get up out of bed and uh, go do this 5K. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm assuming everything went okay. You didn't end up on the news or anything. You're not one of those people who accidentally <laughs> pooped themselves or something. Okay. Like that. Wow. Does that make the news? I guess that would make Allison's news since she likes to talk about poop a lot. Yeah. No, I'm I'm okay. I ran a smart race, so I'm okay. good. I like the sound of I don't know what it means, but I like the sound of it. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, so we are going to be talking mostly about the Thursday show. Um, Leanne and I canvassed the Monday show. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, uh, you know, I, I, 
assault is too harsh of a word, but we, we took Allison to task a little bit about the Monday show, and I think most of that will probably stay in the episode. Um, uh, any closing thoughts or words on the Monday show? Uh, I'm just glad I don't have to talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well said. Okay. Um, oh, any shout outs or call outs? Oh, I would like to shout out Trice for taking oh, yeah, the reins well. of this whole thing um, and putting a lot of work into this. Uh, maybe more than other people would have put into this. So I think you should be appreciated for that. Um, Lisa, of course. Uh, the, I know this is a bad word for you to hear, but Lauren, I'd like to shout out Lauren. Mm, I don't recognize um, that name. Don't grumble, grumble. Uh, Leanne, all the cats, all the dogs, let's all just live in harmony. I would like to, I'm sorry if you can hear that water running. I would like to shout out and call out Rafi. Um, you know, yay for him for moving and having a wonderful life. Boo for him because what it turns out, he was in the background uh, while Lauren and I recorded Upworthy, oh. or sorry, Unworthy, uh, which uh, he, I don't know if you've heard already, but he afterwards, he joined in in our conversation that we were having off air, if you will, and he started putting all these good points. And I was like, why did you not <laughs> say speak up and say, oh, remember this, remember that? It would have completely helped the uh, the coverage of the episode. But uh, he claims that uh, he was just trying to let Lauren and I do our thing. And I was like, no, you just wanted to see us fail. So, you know, that's where we are there. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I already did some shoutouts. I'll go over them again, just to, just uh. Oh case, no, you're gonna to, make me look bad. No, okay. Just to, I agree with Trice, except for the bad parts. Okay, go, go, Trice. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> hmm. yeah. So shout out, of course, to the B team, uh, to you and Leanne for recording. I, I always, uh, I, I, uh, this is very. I never. Hmm. Speaking of, I never want to do this, even though I like doing it. I always feel like, oh, I'm going to screw something up or, you know, it's not going to come out right or whatever. But it's it's very nice to record with you guys and hear your thoughts on things. And uh, give a, especially it's nice to be able to give the regular hosts of the show a little break. They both got a lot going on right now. Um, Rafi obviously moved across the country. Lisa's uh, drawing eyes and stuff. It's it's, <laughs> it's just a lot happening. Um so yeah, also shout out to Lisa and Rafi for being for for being pilots of this ship, the uh, the best fan cast frigate or whatever. I think I need to stick to like motor transportation, but it's a uh, we don't always say it enough. But uh, thank you guys for doing the show and keeping it going and you know all of that stuff. Uh, thanks, shout out to Allison for mentioning uh, best friends fan cast on the Monday show. Um, I am sorry if you listened to what we said about the Monday show on this podcast also if this is your first episode for some reason of listening to best friends podcast it's usually lisa and rafi um go back and listen to some old ones you know what i mean or at least like last week or, or two weeks ago or something this is uh this is uh ap stuff this is not entry level this is like you know behind the scenes you don't want to watch like the behind the scenes commentary and video you know what i mean it's it's really for the the super fans the ultra fans etc cetera, etc cetera. It's like the blooper reel. <laughs> that is also one way to put it. Uh, sh uh, shout out, of course, to Becky, um, who came up on the Monday show. Lisa was out in Washington State, sort of paying her respects, and it was it was um, it was nice to see because she was posting on Instagram and nice to hear about. It. And um, yeah, it's uh, she she is missed. 
Yes, definitely shout out to Becky. I don't even know if I shout out Leanne, but in my head when I shouted out cats, <laughs> I, I, it was Leanne's cat because I saw that Lisa, I mean, that Rafi and Lauren got to see and meet Vincent Van Cat in person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to Leanne too if I didn't say that. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, so the Thursday show, the carb was raspberry fig bar sent in by Karen with a C. Um, I just picture like the Fig Newton type bars, but like the raspberry flavor. I don't know if there's like some legitimate raspberry fig bar that she's talking about. I think if you are somebody that has kids and you like to quickly have snacks on the go, you know what a raspberry fig bar is. Ah. I think they've become more popular recently. Like I, I've had some people try to be those those people that give out quote unquote healthy snacks mm-hmm. for Halloween and you'll see a lot of like the fig bars, the raspberry fig bars and the blueberry fig bars in there. But yeah, it's just like a chunked up fig noon. Okay. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty good. Um was there anything you wanted to get to in in particular that jumped out to you from the Thursday show? Um looking at your extensive notes. I I think yeah, I sent this to the group chat about you have our pets nicer or differently behaved than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely remember one of my, both of my cats were street cats. <laughs> we like rescued them off the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, one directly from the gutter and the other one via the uh, pound um, that had just found them on the street. But they definitely had some attitude to them, but it didn't make me like them less but there were a lot of scary dogs in the area we had a dog but a lot of scary dogs and i feel like there were a lot more outside dogs back then than they were now yeah um but also i said recording in progress i forgot to record until now but (gasps) i i do have a backup recording so we should be good so this is like the backup backup recording (laughs) i was like oh my god um uh what was i say oh um, and I said, okay, you know, Daniel was saying he dangled his hand off and a cat scratched it. And I thought, okay, fine, a cat scratches you, but have you ever heard of a cat mauling a toddler to death? No, but you would have heard of like the family dog, you know, unfortunately demise, like demise comes to somebody in the family from a dog. You never hear that about cats. So I do say while, cat, while dogs are more likely than cats to save a life, there are also more likely than cats to take a life. All right, an interesting perspective. Yeah, I had not thought of that. Um, yeah, I definitely remember. So the reason I ask is just because, um, well, obviously Daniel's comments about all the mean cats, but I definitely remember in my neighborhood growing up, there were like mean, scary dogs. You'd be walking home like by mm-hmm. somebody's fence and then like, you're like loud barking, uh, aggressive dog. Whereas I feel like, I don't know, maybe it just depends on where you live or where you're around but it feels like there's less of that these days it feels like people are slightly bougier around the idea of pet ownership so they are maybe more responsible yeah i i think it definitely also depends on where you live although i've gone back to my old neighborhood because some of my family still lives there and it's not like the worst neighborhood but it's definitely not the nicest neighborhood Mm -hmm. and i would say even them (laughs) even my old neighborhood has brought their dogs inside so Yeah. yeah Yeah. Um, I'm guessing you don't play a ton of Elden Ring. Um, have you heard of this game? Do you, or is this like another uh, Jordan's giant vampire lady thing where maybe you haven't heard of it before and it just seems like a weird internet thing? 
It's uh, interesting because I grew up playing a bunch of video games all the time, but I don't know half the stuff that he talks about. <laughs> and I don't, he's younger than I am. So maybe like my stuff is way too old for him to talk about. And it's not in his sweet spot. Like I'm, I'm too old for an Xbox. Like that wasn't the, the thing for me. So mm -hmm. a lot of the games I think feel like he talks about are on platforms that I've never played. So I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. I don't know how I would begin to explain it. Uh, uh, like Lord of the Ringsy type fantasy stuff with monsters and dragons and things. Um, but as a it, video game where you're like walking around the world doing stuff. Is it like an RPG? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's sort of an action RPG. If you imagine like like uh, one of the older games like Zelda or something like that, right. where you're walking around and fighting monsters, except it's like in like high tech 3D graphics and uh, more, yeah, basically that. Um, but like, yeah, Open honestly, world? yeah, okay, yeah, and there's like okay. little extra side quests that you can do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's nerdy enough for it to get a laugh out of him, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. Daniel correctly right. <laughs> knew that he would be into it because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal right now. As I mentioned, uh, George R.R. R. Martin from Game of Thrones and stuff wrote a bunch of stuff for the game and it's a, it's a whole oh. big thing. I don't know Game of Thrones and I tried to watch Lord of the Rings, but it, I got tired of watching people walk uh fair i you know what i'm not the hugest lord of the rings fan so i i can't really argue um i i remember the first movie and i saw the third one but i i don't it's not a it's not my particular kind of like nerd area and i i only know of this because i saw it on instagram that saturday night live just did a sketch and it was basically like what do i want to watch i want the short movie like they made a movie, like a little song out of like, I want the short movie, like everything under two hours. That's how I feel. I just want the short movie. I don't want the three hour movie. I mean, unless of course you're talking about Harry Potter, but on, on average, I just want to sit down and watch a short movie. So that's why I think the Lord of the Rings, all of those things were not for me. Yeah, it's, uh, hmm, you have to really be bought in. I mean, especially, yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing if it's like, oh, I'm going to see a thing that i've been looking forward to or part of a series that i like but if it's a thing you're kind of wobbly on like the three hours is not a not a selling point well even the most recent spider-man movie which i was looking forward to seeing i felt it was a bit too long as well mm. but anyways i digress um in your notes you had uh allison and daniel talking about a memorable family road trip yeah and it's and also, it was kind of, I think Allison's podcast and Busy Phillips podcast are the two that I really listen to. And what's funny, speaking of three hours, is a lot of times Busy Phillips podcast, Busy Phillips is doing your best, is a three hour podcast. Mm -hmm. But the reason I like that is because I can listen to like a half an hour one day, or when I'm on a walk, listen to like another hour, that kind of thing. I like the length of that, but that's just because it's audio and I don't have to sit down for it. Yeah. But she talks about memories and kids and how, and um, Cassie um, St. Ange, who's you know, her co-host, who's been on Allison's show, Casey, I always say Cassie, Casey, um, they say like, you'll think about this with kids and you, you've set up this whole thing and you just want to do it and things don't go right. 
and you beat yourself up over it. And then you ask your kids later in life, well, do you remember that one thing? Like, I hardly remember that. But the kid will remember the one thing you don't remember and hold it against you for the rest of your life. Like that was the one thing you should have done right. And and it's the one thing you don't remember, which with Allison and her road trip, I wonder how much, and I know her parents will probably never, especially her mom will never come on and discuss these things because to them it's private things. But I wonder how much of it, like what's their take on this vacation? What's Allison's sister take on these road trips? Because Daniel tried to kind of point out the good stuff that happened um or you know just the little parts and she just kept going back to the parts that she didn't like uh we took a a cross-country I think it was a four-week a four-week three four-week road trip around the United States and just camped and sometimes we stayed in hotels but basically just KOA camped it around and I definitely remember the bad parts because I am a child of parents who got married too young and Mm -hmm. alcoholism runs in the family. Mm -hmm. So nothing was ever hunky dory, but there were definitely like really good memories that I take away from that. um, And that I hold on to. And like when we do experiences and trips, I try to make sure that they're good for my kids, but I always wonder like, are they going to remember like the one bad thing where I don't know, maybe we missed the flight or something went wrong. It it makes me wonder like what their experience is going to be. Yeah. I think I suspect in Allison's case, it was more like, um, also I think that she said, she say their, their trip was like seven weeks long or something. It was like a a very long road trip that they went on, but, um, yet the, with Allison, I, I would guess that it was more of a, a bad, vibe like maybe her parents were fighting or something or like even if fun activities were going on there was a sort of there was probably a reason why she came away with like a negative experience of it so um i would guess that has more to do with it than just the actual taking a trip although she's famously like uh uh like not an outdoor person and not that maybe doesn't enjoy long trips and that sort of thing. So it may have just been not great for her personality type, but she did mention like her dad sort of like drunkenly checking on the car or something in uh, I mean, Nebraska or whatever it was. My dad often drove drunk as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad and mom are always fighting, but um, I could see I'll, that. I'll brag, okay. Uh, right. <laughs> I have problems. Um, uh, but it's interesting because even on her, um, now, honestly, this is just whatever she's showing us, even on her Instagram stories about her, where they're at now. I'm guessing it's Hawaii, because that's where they go all the time. Yeah. Um, but she's, you know, hyper-focusing on her. Oh, her yeah. Skin, you know, which granted, it did suck when she got like the burn, the chemical burns on her skin. But then I'm thinking, but why would you even bring a skin lightener on a trip? where you're going to be in the sun like that like when I'm packing which another thing is on here you say unchildish how do you someone talked about like what uh is your process for packing mm-hmm. I'm thinking why are we packing M- maybe I'm just not in the skincare obsessed world uh, I mean I do have sunscreen I do have like things I always put on but I'm just not bringing a skin brightener or an or whatever you call it that takes away sunspots when I'm gonna be I'm just gonna slather on sunscreen all, all day but I don't know yeah she's very self-conscious about her uh freckle situation or whatever's going on um so I, I think 
it, it backfired perhaps in this, but yeah, it's, it's interesting that even on this trip, she sort of, um, Hmm. I don't know. Maybe she just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's just in a, in a, this is a good, I almost said fussy, but that sounds like a, like a rude thing to say, but like, a, I don't know. Maybe, she, yeah, she's just not, not feeling it. Maybe she's easily yeah. distracted by, you know, especially knowing that she has uh, issues with her appearance as we all do. Mm. Um, but mm -hmm. she right. maybe wanted to make sure she looks a different way and is sort of freaking out a little bit that she feels like she doesn't or uh, thinks are maybe not adding up the way they did in her head or something like that but she definitely made a thing of the whole uh, <laughs> face situation which if it something's up with your face it obviously does feel a little weird but it was uh yeah. it seemed like there was some some pre-existing energy going on yeah uh how do you pack for a trip did you talk about this already uh you? we did but i can i oh. can cut stuff out um yeah it's uh i'm i'm a usually I've I've had a change in my packing uh, uh, experience over the years. So when I was younger, I was like a big overpacker. I definitely like brought my own iron and stuff, like stuff oh. that I definitely didn't need. Because <laughs> especially like in my twenties, I just hadn't traveled that much. So if I was going somewhere, I was like, yeah. I don't know what they will have and won't have. So, um, but yeah, that sort of whittled down over time to where now I it's usually if I'm going somewhere, it's usually just for like a three day weekend or something. So it's just a change of clothes and then like toothbrush, toothpaste, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And I usually f finish up packing like I do. I would do most of my packing the day before, I think, and then maybe throw a few extra things or at least have them ready to go the actual day of. Um, yeah, and do like small little things stop by the grocery store and get like a little mini toothpaste and a little mini mouthwash mm. instead of worrying mm -hmm. about all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think uh, in this way, there will be chapters in my life. Like when I was young, uh, you know, college age, uh, before, and then after that, when I was older, but before kids, and then, you know, packing for when you're doing a trip with young, young, like babies and kids. And then now, like all of those are different um, people and, and, and different amounts of stuff that you bring. Uh, but I think what I got to do recently is when I started going, when I started traveling for races, you would have a certain checklist for things that you need to remember to bring, especially when you're doing something that involves three different sports in one race. And so from that, I gleaned, okay, now this is what I do with everything. I make a list and then I highlight it as I put it like away. And then um, before I leave, I check everything off, make sure I have it. And then I cross it out if I do have it. Mm -hmm. So that way, uh, especially um, with my kids, like all their stuff they needed, you know, do I have activities for them? That kind of thing. Um, my husband packs for himself. I don't even bother. That is, that's his own thing. Um, he's very like, kind of like you, like, do I have enough underwear and do I have something that could go on the top bottom, you know, and sandals or whatever it is. Uh, I don't pack his toothbrush. I don't do any of that. He takes care of himself, but I make sure I have on my list, like things to wear and I have categories and then things like uh, chargers for your phone, um, all of that stuff. And I start making my list probably a couple of days before. And then usually things are stocked in the house for traveling uh, like little toothbrushes mm. and stuff like that. Um, so I think I'm pretty good. Although I will say I always leave one thing behind. 
Um, I either always forget to bring one thing or I always leave one thing behind. Like home alone. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole child. <laughs> no, I mean, like somebody took my toothbrush out or um, I leave a, tra- usually it's like earphones or a charger at someone's house. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, it's funny. I saw a tweet. I think it was a tweet. Maybe it was a something on Instagram, but it was like a, you know, me packing. Oh, I better bring three extra pairs of underwear in case I shit myself this time. Like, even though that's a, there's a, an extra underwear thing that I think I have, or that other people have I'm like, you know, just in case let's throw another two pair in there, even though oh, uh, yeah. it's not, it's not yet been an issue, but you, you never know. That's definitely, I always bring an extra pair of underwear and for my kids, you know, kids are kids. Yeah. But um, I think when I was packing in the beginning, I would bring an extra pair of underwear for my husband. He's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are what? you accusing me of? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Hmm. Um, v, so a uh, quick question on, on unworthy. I always mm-hmm. get upworthy and unworthy confused also. Mm-hmm. Um, did you so you guys talked about the the bit about the narcissist guy who was giving tips on stuff okay yeah all right what see i have a theory i don't know if this came up when you guys were talking is did it sound to you well what was what you know we'll hear it we might have to cut this out but what was your general impression of that guy well that was covered in so the first episode we covered because we covered Mm -hmm. two she took notes on that one i took notes on the second one so she took the reins on that one and um she kind of introduced it and in saying how helpful she thought it was and how it is a spectrum and it is a mental health like disorder it's not something like that you choose it's not that you take a lot of pictures there, there's a difference between vanity and narcissism mm-hmm. and how when they talked about it on uh, upworthy that they kind of uh, allison thought it was helpful but and they kind of came to the thing like it is a real thing but then todd kind of was like oh yeah i know you're a narcissist if you do that so he just kind of discredited what he said when just making an offhanded dumb comment about it um but she was saying she, i think she's even sent it to us like like on the group chat something the person had said and she said she found finds it helpful um I think someone else, I don't know if I brought it up that I was watching like another video and it was, I think it was the lady and this is about another narcissist. I think I forgot to say this, but she was saying <clears throat> her ex-husband's like, oh yeah, ever since we, you know, we had a divorce and I'm go- I've gone on this journey and I learned so much about myself. And she's like, great, good for you. Cause I've had to unlearn a lot of stuff. Hmm. Like, so like the whole difference of it all and how narcissism it can, it can, they can still be aware of it, but still be unaware at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of my feeling. Like it seemed to me, I understand how it definitely could be helpful to people just to get someone like that who thinks a different way, like their point of view, mm-hmm. but also it did seem a little bit like, oh, this person is kind of bragging about how manipulative they have been or can be, or how smart they are. It's sort of making themselves be more special by being like, the expert and you know look at me for the special information that i have which does sort of line up with being a narcissist so not that i have you know i don't necessarily have anything against this actual person but it did strike me as like oh that is like the narcissist version of telling people about narcissism it it is it's a what is it like 
the dog chasing its tail like it's just the same oh, yeah. like whole yeah that is interesting take on it um i mean everything now with social media you can make money off of talking about yourself yeah so yeah hmm. i wonder how much money he makes if anything um i'm sure he he gets if you have i think over a million you can start monetizing in a way that's uh impactful i guess you could say hmm. so hmm. yeah i don't know how any of that tiktok stuff works <laughs> um, not on the talk so you'll have to ask maybe we'll ask the the expert lisa about tiktok is she the expert uh she hasn't been out in a while but when she was on it boy was she uh was she on it whoa, whoa okay all right. Lisa's probably like, what the hell? No, she just liked to share a lot of stuff. And oh. it definitely sucks you in more than Instagram does. So that's why I'm not, I don't watch any more videos. Yeah, I definitely have watched a ton of TikToks in the last, yeah. since I, you know, finally got it on my phone like a month ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, cat, cat chat. Um, so we got a lot of Colonel Jeff's cat drops being played this episode. Um, Daniel uh, uh, revealed some anti-cat sentiments. There's a lot of like, dog person versus cat person discourse do you how do you feel about this i don't feel uh, i mean every everyone has whatever preferences they have but it, it seems like a a little bit of a false dichotomy to me like you can be either or both or neither yeah i don't i don't think it's a i think it should be a species thing it should be what fits in your life and what are you interested in having around kind of thing like mm -hmm. there's high maintenance cats and there's high maintenance dogs and there's low maintenance cats and there's low maintenance dogs or you could have the most low maintenance thing ever, which is a turtle, which is what we have in the backyard. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely a false dichotomy. I'm wondering if it's, uh, it, I feel like they're, they're, it's a binary that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, seems that way. Yeah. Seems yeah. that way. Uh, so if hmm, the the issue of uh, consent came up and that you oh. know whatever video was comparing or or tweet or whatever was comparing you know dealing with a cat or approaching a cat to consent between humans uh allison was not a fan of this uh uh this is uh in my notes i said uh she, um blah 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 allison audibly rolls her eyes at the use of cats as an analogy for consent between people comma problematic is used ironically because Allison is old and out of touch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, th those are my thoughts on it. I, I, I understand that it is sort of, um, that the analogy is sort of maybe in a way minimizing things, but also other people will see that analogy and be like, yes, exactly. You have to like understand that people, just because you want to, let's say pet a cat or some other thing that sounds like a euphemism, it doesn't mean <laughs> you actually get to because they have their own thoughts and feelings about it and you have to let them come to you, which makes sense. That's something you tell a child, right? Like, yeah, but a lot of people don't hear stuff like that until they're older than children and it sort of clicks with them. It goes back to what we talked about on, on uh, unworthy, Blech. Um, whether you've heard or not, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it goes like a lot of adults and the way that it was described on upworthy uh when we covered it it was is that men are like grown children and maybe when that helps men feel like they know it like maybe that rings true i don't know whatever i mean if it helps somebody it does if if it seems corny or whatever then just just keep scrolling to the next tiktok you want to listen or watch 
Yeah, Allison speaking. There's a lot of TikTok chat on this episode. Allison is uh not she's she's uh she's mad about TikTok in like a uh Oh, is she? A, a little bit. Like in a it, it seems like a generational thing where like she doesn't get like what are all these young people talking oh. about about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and she apparently didn't know that she could like unlike vids so like if you're on TikTok and you see something where you're like you're not interested in that topic or this particular person keeps popping right. up you can just you know hold on the video and click a little like broken heart icon or whatever to say show me mm-hmm. less of this kind of stuff but she didn't know that so she's just been watching a ton of TikToks for stuff that makes her angry and that she doesn't like so that's uh, hilarious yeah i mean i don't know if i don't within the first five seconds i don't watch it to talk anymore but anything on instagram in the first five seconds on the discover page or whatever have you because instagram's trying to be like tiktok and it's search algorithm if you don't see you just keep you keep going if you yeah. spend too much time on it the algorithm is going to think oh but you do want to see this um uh i don't know i just find like it's quick it it's your choice yeah you are your own consentor there i don't know like you don't have to Uh, speaking of memes there's there's one about subway um which i don't know where this meme comes from because the language in it is weird um but it's like people are like oh subway sandwiches are bad and then the the text on the meme is like but my brother in christ you are the one who made the sandwich (laughs) um (laughs) and so that is that is how a lot of social media is like a lot of people who you know don't like what they see on instagram or tiktok or whatever it's because you're maybe not interacting with stuff that you actually like the most right exactly yeah um boop, 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 boop. uh any are you a reality tv person there was a lot of below deck chat on this episode um i'm sorry if my background is very loud right now um, it adds a character <laughs> it's, it's reality tv what you're hearing right now is kids taking a bath um let's see I'm trying to think. I'm definitely not a reality TV person. I'm trying to think of like what's the last reality TV show I watched. I can't. I. I think the last one I watched was so long ago, and I don't even know if you knew of this one or heard of it. It was people living in a house, and it was on Hulu, and you could actually via Hulu on the computer click on the different rooms you wanted to watch the, the people were in it was like a real world kind of huh. oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> oh, no. hold on hold on <sighs> i'm so sorry no, sorry. <laughs> did you hear what was could you that understand? one was quite audible i don't know what was being said but i definitely heard something yeah she it was <laughs> It was one of the children going, dad, because oh. uh, he's being a dad and he's annoying them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, anyways, I don't, I think that's the last one I've seen. I've never, I think maybe I've seen five minutes of a Bachelor episode. Um, maybe Housewives because it was on somebody's TV at the time. I don't seek out reality shows. I'm not even, I watched the first Survivor when it first came out, but not since then. I don't know. I, I They don't do it for me. Yeah. I yeah, I haven't like consistently watched a reality show since like a real world like New yeah, Orleans like cool. 25 years ago or something. So, um it's been a while. I did watch there was uh, there was this Netflix dating show about Oh, 
people who wore animal masks. Um, oh, nope, not the one I've seen. Yeah, it's probably very different. But I think that's the last thing that I actually watched that would be in a reality TV space. What were you thinking of? So then I lied. I did watch one recently, but it was Love is Blind in Japan. Ah. And the Japanese version, I think because I saw some of, I think I saw two episodes of like the version that's out now in the U.S. And I was like, and Netflix puts things up. Hey, you want to see this? And so I watched it and wildly different than the U.S. version in so many ways. But it's interesting because people are people no matter what. But then when you can find them by different cultural values, it ends up looking like a whole different show. So, yeah, Mm. that was interesting because I think I would watch reality TV in different countries like that just because it gives you a small peak although obviously not a true peak uh 100 mm-hmm. clear but uh because things are always scripted and made to look a certain way but it was it was interesting i probably wouldn't watch another one of those shows again but different reality shows in different countries i think i'd watch so love is blind is like the two people are meet and talk or they talk but they don't actually meet and then once they meet they have to decide if they like each other or something this one is, well, the premise of that show is it's a bunch of people, like, uh, it's completely, you know, the binary, a, a heterosexual, cisgender kind of thing. So um, men and women, and they all uh, do like the blind date through the wall, like room to room to room to room um, with a wall in between it. And so there's like a boy side and a girl side, and they just keep switching, going through different doors and talking to different people. Huh. And they have like a notebook with them where they're taking notes. And then in order to meet each other, they have to propose. Oh. So you don't even see the person until after you proposed, which is probably what like a, a couple day, maybe week at most experience. And yet it's with, I don't know how many people there are, but say it's like 15. So you have to vet out like 15 people for yourself and then decide. And I feel like, in the Japanese version, it was just men asking women. And I feel like in the US one, it was more kind of talking about it for, I don't know, it was, it was I think it was still mainly man-based, but I think it would have been more acceptable if the woman would have asked. Uh, and then after you say, you want to marry me? And they say, yes. Then all the people that have said yes, they then go on a, a trip where they get to spend more time together. And then after that, they come back, then they meet families. They're each other's families, not just random families. (laughs) And uh, then they go to the altar. And at the altar, if they make it that far, you can still say no, of course. So, yeah. Wow. That is a very, a very dramatic premise for a show. Um, It is very dramatic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those kind of shows. I there's shows that sound interesting based on the premise, like mm-hmm. that one and uh, 90 Day Fiance, which again I've never watched that one either. But I I think it's just like you meet a stranger from somewhere <laughs> and hang out for 90 mm-hmm. days and then decide mm-hmm. if you want to get married. Um, yeah. Which is uh, I I would probably at least watch a couple episodes of that because that sounds interesting. The the one the love is that one. I, what I <laughs> What I did is I watched a couple episodes where I could get to see everybody. And then once they've gotten to the yes, no stage, which is pretty much by episode three or 
maybe three, then I just Google to see what happened <laughs> because I don't really want to see them being put in a situation where they're on vacation. It just feels more produced than them just talking. Yeah. And I, and probably because I'm impatient, I just want to know the answer. So yeah. 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 Kind of skip to the end a little bit. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, oh, hmm. So a uh, different subject. Allison sort of mentioned that Daniel was on Metamucil or whatever. Oh. Um, uh, she uh, she disclosed. Hmm. It's come up before, like since the yeah. beginning, actually, that she is maybe kind of an open book, perhaps uh, perhaps an oversharer. We we might say. Right. Um, uh, she and she um, perhaps overshares Daniel stuff also a little bit, and this is one of those cases. But he kind of just rolled with it. Well, he's like, I guess we are now talking about Yeah. Uh, I don't enjoy this kind of talk. I'd rather hear them probably talk about farts, and even then I don't want to hear that. But the whole poop chat, the only time I ever want to talk about it, I don't ever want to talk about it, but the only time I find it acceptable to speak about that stuff is when I'm talking with a felon, fellow, not a felon, <laughs> a fellow, okay, I mean, could be. <laughs> a poop felon, a fellow caregiver or parent or someone who's dealing with a child because those things are things you talk about um, as a child develops, things can be thrown off. And that's where you give tips and tricks to your fellow parent, your fellow mom. Um, other than that, if you're a grown adult, I don't want to know. I, I mean, unless you're my friend, like Lisa. <laughs> yeah, we're who's, working Lisa's side of the street here. Who's seeking advice. Um, but I had the same thought as you did. Like if I thought Allison just drink more water. Like I, you say you're dehydrated. Well, she doesn't say she's dehydrated, but she just talks about not drinking any water. Now she's trying to drink more water, but I'm wondering, is that because of her situation? But um, I don't want to talk about, <laughs> about other people's poop. <laughs> uh, understandable. It's Daniel's situation though. So I, I assume he drinks water, but I, my theory was she's- It was hers, right? Because she nope. said hers is smaller. Oh, that is also true. Yeah. But she had uh, disclosed that Daniel was the one. But he was saying because he wanted to get himself on a schedule. So he wasn't even having a problem. He just wanted to go before work because hmm. he didn't want to do business at work so that other people would have to smell it. He, understandable. That seems, seems also a little weird to me, but also I guess it kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a feeling there were other situations he could have, yeah. you know. But uh, I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about his business. I think. Yes, he, he seemed reluctant to get into it. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, uh, drinking more water more regularly might help, uh, at least with Allison's situation. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, oh, we, I, hmm. there was a, a constipation thing. I forget if it was El, Elliot or Owen, but one of them. I, I don't like know if that got resolved. I feel like it's been both of them, but I think recently it's been Owen because he's been potty training. And that I don't mind hearing about because being a kid is hard. <laughs> yes, so, I agree. Yeah. Um, yes, so good luck out there to uh, to whichever of the kids is not pooping. Yeah. Or hopefully they are. Um, hopefully the, the trip to Hawaii knocked something loose, <laughs> if nothing else. Um, Robin read from her diary did do you remember so i remember there was talk on best friends fancast of someone coming in and reading 
one of the BFFers coming in and reading from like a, an old diary or a journal. Did this ever happen? Do you remember, or would pe were people just talking about it? I feel like people were talking about it and mentioned it, and I was like, "Yeah, you should." Was it at the group reporting? I don't know. I don't think anyone's done that. Okay. Yeah, I can't clearly remember. I know it came up. I I had some old journals that I I went through to see if there was anything yeah. good in there, and it was a uh, it was not good. It was mostly just painful to read. Um, oh, wait, nothing like I would bring to the show. But painful, like Robbins, was painful to read. Oh no, not in a fun way. Uh, it uh, was it was more just like you. I'm I'm like a, I don't know. It was a. I don't know. Not anything like terrible that had happened, but also like so so very uncomfortable and not not the the juice is not worth the squeeze. It was not like funny or interesting enough for how uncomfortable it made me to look and see what I was thinking when I was you know twenty three or whatever. So are you keeping them? Are you throwing them away? Um, they've just been sitting in my closet for the past however many years. So I'll probably hold on to them. So that other people can find them good question so this this is a i do journal a little bit now and uh -huh. this is the thing that came up when i was talking to leanne like how much how much do you put in your journal because either a it's only going to be you reading them or b someone else might read them and these are like these seem like okay of course either a or b but like those are wildly different scenarios so yeah. how much do you want to like straight up say exactly what you mean Right. And how much do you want to like, oh, you know, the weather was nice today. And, uh, yeah, you know. right. <laughs> um, but I, in general, am, am as, as, as evidenced by my, my old embarrassing notebook that I have, I'm pretty good about just saying whatever I'm thinking for the most yeah. part, and then just hoping nobody finds it. Um, so I studied Japanese a little bit when I was younger. And sometimes when something was like, particularly, uh, maybe potentially, I didn't want anyone to see it, I would like, try to write it in Japanese, like just to sort of, uh, you know, in case anyone's eyes do come across this, they won't be able to know what exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's interesting, because it does help to write things down. But then what? Right. So then yeah. there's the argument of if you just do it in your email, then no, or like Google Doc or something, then no one will see it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, Allison, and I, I think that, um, Wait, who was reading it? Robin. Yeah. I think the way she's doing it, she was just really retelling everything, um, which I found interesting. And Allison asked, you know, I'm relating to this. I don't know if it's just me or if this is how everybody journaled, you know, that's a female or however you want to put the, the label on it. But I do feel like when I did journal when I was little, it was either about my day and then maybe if I wrote about a boy I what if I did put their name in it I would just scratch it out <laughs> <laughs> afterwards um and I have an, an older brother and one time uh he was saying things that only like my journal would be in like would be in my journal so uh -huh. I knew he read it so if that turned me off from ever writing in a journal again yeah um because he picked like that little lock on, on my Hello Kitty journal. So I don't think I ever felt safe writing things down again. Uh, 
but it does help to get it out. Uh, then I started writing poems and in that way, it's kind of like your way if it's, you could be obscure and mm-hmm. still know what you were talking about. Um, just like you were doing Japanese because like only a few people that were around you be able to do that. But now you have like Google Translate on your phone. Yeah, it's pretty easy. But um, the only journaling I do now is I was starting it on like my email and I would just email things to the email addresses I set for my kids when they were born. Uh, but now I just write in an actual journal to my, my kids about their day. And I try to write about the positives of the day. So maybe hopefully when they look back, they can see and remember the good things. Yeah, hopefully, maybe. The the journaling, like um, maybe more chronologically, like, oh, here's what happened today, blah, blah, blah. Which I think that's that's better for people looking back as opposed to just sort of like um, being more sort of blocky and like sort of a word vomit a little bit about whatever you're feeling even though that's that's maybe good for you at the time it's also it can be a little bit more um it you, you, it can kind of zoom in on something and you get less of like a a, a day-to-day picture of right. you know your actual life like there's so many things that you know people who have completely forgotten or you know jobs that mm-hmm. i was feeling you know such and such a way about or you know tv shows that I used to watch. there's so much stuff that i just don't I wouldn't remember because I didn't, you know, even when I was journaling stuff like it was like 15 or 20 years ago, I just didn't put it down yeah. anywhere. So it's it's all about, you know, what if a particular thing I was obsessed with that day. Right. Yep. Oh, but on, on the, see, this is also a thing. Maybe someone should find all of our old journals. Like maybe that's because I, that's, I've definitely found like old notes in, in like oh. uh, used books or whatever. And that stuff is always mm-hmm. interesting to me. So maybe there should be like a, uh, uh, like a round robin, like a, a white elephant thing or something where here, take my journal from, you know, 2007. And then someone else gives me theirs from like, you know, 1996. And then someone else gets theirs from, you know, a whenever. And we all just look at a complete stranger's journal because there's, I think, I think people tend to have more judgment of themselves than other people uh-huh. would have. Maybe like just start a used journal store. <laughs> <laughs> you can just uh, go in, you can go in and, and go under and buy. And maybe some people journal like science fiction stories to give like a science fiction, like, like a little area or history or whatever. Yeah. I mean, some, some would say the Bible is a journal. Some would. People believe that stuff happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I think of it as a journal. It's like, like God yeah. sitting up on his bed, like laying on his belly with his like legs in the air, like beer diary. Here's what happened He's on like the seventh day. Yeah, twirling his hair. Yeah, his giant beard. Yes. Uh, well, I in the really, beginning, yeah. I just really wanted to throw something awkward in there. So. <laughs> Good job, you did. <laughs> Um, I think that's kind of it for Thursday up for the Thursday episode. Um, oh, actually, uh, we do. So it turns out while uh, while special guests were visiting Leanne, um, they recorded mm-hmm. a short little voicemail. Okay. Um, which I will play now. Which I will play <laughs> any minute. 
any minute. Hello and welcome to a best friends fan cast in the field report. <laughs> I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, and I am here with uh, my boo, Lauren Kelly. Hello. And I am here, we're here, with dun, 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 a, dun. a super special guest, Leanne motherfucking Ward. <laughs> yeah, I'm Woo. glad Maddie's not here right this minute. <laughs> We're in person, live and in, well, live not for you guys, but for us. Live and in Maine. In Maine, in person. We have touched each other, and that does sound <laughs> weird, but I meant it to. Um, and I can't even believe it still. We've had lunch, and then we just had dinner and, and a movie. movie. Yep. We rented a little theater. Bangor has things, not very many things, but that's one of the things they have. It is a little theater where you can rent your own little theater and get food delivered to you into that little theater. And that's what we did, like an eight-person theater. Did we you guys go see Stephen King? Not yet. We haven't oh, seen Stephen right. King's house. Um, we got flipped off by a weird man who then gave <laughs> oh, right. us the peace sign. Yeah, uh, that's how been, we Mainers do it. I, I figured. Um, yeah, we, we watched Turning Red. Yes. We're interrupting the B team with another person from the B team. <laughs> that's um, true. Mainly, we just wanted to record Mainly. a little something. Mainly, no Be pun intended. <laughs> oh, and we are recording outside just in honor of Rafi and Lisa, who like to record outside. I, if I could look around, I'd comment on what was going on around me. But There's a lot going on right here. Well, in somebody's this peeing on the. <laughs> you know, I assume that's just happening. ASMR. Um, <laughs> ASMR. But. Um, I, I mean, we just really wanted to document the fact that uh, I am the greatest of the Allison fans because I travel all across the he country does. meeting True. people. And now Lauren will be by default because now she will be doing that. Tagging along. That's right. <laughs> um, I still can't believe that I have got to meet Lauren and Rafi in person. It's the coolest thing. Yeah, and I um, had to be the first person to meet Leanne. So, Sorry, Megan. And I, I dragged oh. uh, Lauren along. Yeah, I tried to say, no, you guys can't come. I need to meet Megan first. <laughs> but, you know, they were stronger than me. And most importantly, more, most importantly, we met the whole fam. We met Bill. We right. met Maddie. We yes. met Molly and Vincent Van Cat. most yes. importantly to me. Yeah, yeah, he was really wanting to meet Vincent Van Cat. Um, and so I had to, I just pulled out his treat bag and there he came. Because we didn't know where he was before then. It was immediate. Yeah, like, it was. He appeared out of nowhere as soon as the treat bag came out. Yes. And I think it was like a real, I, we showed our true colors, me as a dog person and yeah. Rafi as a cat person. So he tried to stay away, <laughs> but then he couldn't resist. Rafi, are you a cat person? Love a cat. Oh, see, I thought you were, I thought Rafi, when I heard that on the fan cast, I thought maybe you were, you were being sarcastic. I think it's also you cats know. love him. Cats, yes. Cats Vincy was him. nice to him, and Vincy's not always nice to everyone. And I know everybody wants to hear about cats. You know, this actually <laughs> this relates to Thursday's show. Yeah. Um, and oh, I can't give up all my Thursday material right now. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Don't so, do that. Because I have comments about the whole cat conversation. Mm. Trice would hate to have to edit this down. No. Yeah. Well, then maybe we should then. Hi, Trice. Just for Trice. Hey, Trice. Shout out. Hi, Trice and Jennifer, I suppose. And Hi, Jen. Dr. Jen, I did say your name at the beginning of that video, I hear. <laughs> and I can't remember what I said about you, but I know it was good. I mean, Rafi was saying some stuff, but <laughs> mine was nice. It was. I, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
Well, but I we think... love you guys, yeah. and you know. And I guess that's where I lost what I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, I guess signing off from Bangor, Maine. Bangor. No, it's Bangor. Bangor, Maine. He said it right, but I wanted to say it wrong. Oh. Like, oh, and and Trice, if you hear this, because you're probably not gonna listen, but but it's. I think one of our songs needs to be King of the Road by Roger Miller, the line that says Destination Bangor, Maine. Or, but he says Bangor, Maine. So anyway. So just correct it in your heads when you hear it. Yeah, wrong. Bangor as in Al Gore. He probably oh. went to the wrong place in the song. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I went to Bangor. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly know her. Oh, <laughs> oh no. All right, guys, signing off. Bye. Bye. I'm not surprised by the... The slander that I occur from Rafi at all times. So it's probably jealousy. <laughs> Doesn't want you to take the, the hosting job, so he has to make sure to, you know, to, to ground you down into the dirt. Oh, I thought you meant jealousy just over my good looks. But oh, I mean may, I mean I'm not sure he'd want those particular <laughs> kind of looks. Kidding. <laughs> I mean, sh- I mean, listen. All kinds of people, uh, their their ideal self doesn't necessarily match their physical self, and maybe there might be some envy there, and that's perfectly fine. You're just digging, tries, but okay. Um, <laughs> on that note, um, yes. So, uh, I I think that does it for the Thursday show. Um, where can people find you if they wanted to find you online? They don't need to do that. If you know where I am, then you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> no, just go to BFF group. I don't get to visit Facebook that often, uh, but it seems like it's a good group over there, and just go talk over there. Yeah, uh, seconded. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that is a good policy. Um, there's lots of good people over there. A couple duds over the years, but a, a very small number. We're, we're at like an A average, I decided. <laughs> Okay. Um, thank you again for recording with me. Um, I appreciate it. You know, especially after you got done running from the police all day today. I'm sure you're exhausted. All day. And thanks everyone for listening to me twice. So. Oh yeah. You're welcome. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know what? That's right. Say you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. (laughs) And we will end it there. Yay. Okay. Yay. It still says recording now. Oh. You can't trick me. Yes, this is where I (laughs) am with personal dirt. Um, See, and I don't like flavored waters mm-hmm. I, I usually like pure water oh that's that's contrary to everything allison believes i know i she was, she's gonna kick me out of her uh her fan yeah you're gonna be excommunicated from the church you're not gonna be allowed <laughs> yeah. to storm the Capitol with the rest of us no wow there's so many things i'm not gonna be allowed to do now that i've made this revelation mm-hmm. um so yeah it was jordan morris uh robin shore allison daniel and tony um so yeah, like we mentioned, she began talking about how she, you know I'm not sure where should we we should do the Patreon plug and blah blah blah, and then <laughs> Tony started making yeah. fun of her, and they got into a whole thing about oh yeah, I love it when podcasters talk about minutia instead of actually 
getting it to the show. Yeah, she was referring to Jordan apparently famously has, I don't think it's actually famously, but he has tweeted about that, like mm-hmm. that he doesn't like it. <laughs> and I actually don't really care where she puts her Patreon plugs, but this is a good time for me to say, thank goodness we're not hearing those two stupid ads yes. or the childish ad at the beginning, and I hope she never does it again. I've almost thanked her for it, but I don't want her to suddenly realize they're not there just in case she didn't know. <laughs> I think she did it on purpose. <laughs> Maybe Tony decided. Oh, I don't, don't think Tony did. I don't think so either, no, but I'm sure she knew it was annoying. Yeah. I think he has an idea. Yeah. But he's her producer. He should be able to say these things, but I, hope I don't he think feels that he really. Like I don't that. think he does. Yeah, maybe. He's can kind you of imagine? Yes, yeah, I can imagine. Like, I definitely I, could imagine doing that. I would definitely say no, something. No, no, not you, but I, could you imagine him feeling like he could do that? Maybe. He is kind of, I mean, he's booking the show pretty soon, so he's he's getting more invested in the show. Well, for one month. Yeah. It's, it's, still... it's just like a, a I, I wonder who, what he's going to do, because I bet they're going to be good, because he, he did a good job of booking Felice Nobby Pod. Yeah. And I wish that Allison seemed benefit from that because I'm trying to get Vanessa Bayer on. Oh. Um, yeah. on, this is my goal to get her on Allison's show. And he's been, she's been on Tony's. They're friends. Tony's been on her p- new podcast. So I don't know why she hasn't been on Allison's yet. Oh. And okay. she's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. And N- Naomi Ekparigan, oh, I also yeah. am pushing for that. Yes, yeah, she's and funny. Her, I've heard her on other and stuff. And Allison says, oh, yeah, uh, we've been in contact. I need to follow up. I'm like, you better. And her new stand-up special is pretty funny on Netflix. Yeah. These, Plus, those, we need diversity. Those both sound like good guests. I agree. Yes. Get to it, Allison. Anyway. I'm guessing you're not a big video game person? The video no. Part of the video game is no. Yeah. But, funny enough... I read your show notes. Thank you. Great show notes. Thank you. And what is it that they mentioned? El- what was that again? Elden Ring is the name. Yeah, the because um, I feel like Bill and Rafi talked about that for a moment when we were together. And, of course, I did zone out, but I feel like that that came up. And I didn't realize, connect it with Allison's show until the show notes. I was like, oh, I think they might have talked about that, but I'm not actually sure. It Does that have anything to do with... Um, Dark Souls. Yes, actually, it's okay, the same see? company, I think. And okay, then it, yeah. then it was mentioned then, yeah. and I everyone should be impressed that I remember Dark Souls. I was impressed. I was. Bill did finish that. Okay. And nobody knows Bill except Rafi and Lauren, but um, he finished that. But Rafi has not. I don't even know if he'd heard of it before, but maybe he had. Oh, Allison, the public service announcement. <laughs> um, Allison again mentioned the game she liked as a kid. It was called 3D Battles of World Runner. Um, this is a, I won't say ripoff, it is very similar to another game called Space Harrier. Um, if you are old enough or play super old games, you might remember that. Um, you might, it might give you a, a touchstone to, to picture what she's talking about a guy sort of running through space and shooting things. And it's semi 3D. Um, sorry. Nope, that's it. I think there's a somebody in our group i don't think he posts very much anymore but she mentioned this that somebody sent her, them a simulator a video yeah. game simulator uh, and i think that was yeah. our emulator sorry <laughs> and i think it was somebody in our group because i think he posted about it years ago oh, yeah. that he was working on one. Ah, oh, what's his name shout out to you 
Yeah, shout out. I'm sorry, I know your name, but I just suddenly left my brain. They talked a lot about cats, a lot of a lot of uh, oh, Colonel yes. Jeff's cat drops, or Chef Jeff, yes. I should say. His and... cat drops being... Yeah, I'm surprised to learn that Daniel is actually the more uh, anti-cat person. Well, I'm not surprised to learn this, because I vividly remember the conversation she referenced with Jenna and Al, and I still haven't forgiven Daniel. Maybe this is why I don't like the Daniel episodes. I still haven't forgiven him because I am quite a cat person and he doubled down on that episode because Allison was trying to be like, no, we're, we like cats and Jenna was trying to be nice about it. Al, not as much. But then at one point, Alice is like, well, they're cute. And Dan's like, I don't think so. Oof. And that's when he lost me for the rest of his life. Yeah, apparently he's had some pretty bad experiences with he cats. Apparently, yeah. he said, "But I don't think they're cute." Come on, that's seems that's little, just well, that's ridiculous. like a, being traumatized. I think he was lying. <laughs> I think if something attacks you enough times, you feel like it's not cute, even well, if maybe they, you know. Well, maybe they knew that he would bore the heck out of people on the oh, Monday boy. shows by being annoyed with Allison all the time. Victim blaming going on. I don't know if that's <laughs> yes, I'm blaming Daniel the victim, little Daniel. Hmm. All right, the, I'm not over it. The record speaks for itself. Daniel, mm -hmm. you're being called out. Yes. But yes, uh, but Allison does bring this up every time. Um, she also brings it up on Upworthy Weekly. I know Lauren and Jen will cover it more extensively. But also, since I mentioned Upworthy Weekly, I will say that I'm surprised Todd hasn't called her out on how she shoehorns Allison Rosen as her new best friend. Very, he should start timing how long it takes her to mention her show. <laughs> well, it's usually like immediately, right? It's within yeah, the it's first like, minute. So, well, not, I'm not talking about when he says the show, but like she'll be talking about something and then she'll reference, well, on Allison Rosen as your best friend, mm -hmm. new best friend, we talked about this. Like, very, before they ever get to an article, she'll mention it. Although it happened in reverse this time on the Monday show where she mentioned the story about people living together. Yes. Um, like yes. Moving from in with your weekly. Yeah. Like I'm buying like, a house so, with your friends instead of. So like, if yeah, we stop. listen to one show, you don't have to listen to the other. Hmm. I mean, they're pretty. <laughs> I mean, that's well, not true, but. <laughs> I, I will say maybe. Eh, it's not true. I'm, I'm someone. But... Some people might say not necessarily me. <laughs> some people might say you could have skipped this Monday show and only listened to Upworthy on Saturday. Yeah. Or, I, that's not me. That's a hypothetical right. person. Right. Like and that's not what we did. No. Or that's not what I did anyway. I can't speak no. for you. No. I'm actually a little behind on Upworthy. Yeah. I like to hear Allison. So, and there are just times after all that I've said about Allison where I just want to hear Allison. And that might be a little bit weird, but where I just, it's like a good comfort food for me to be like, okay, I'm kind of just needing to hear something with Allison in it right now. So I like that she's on all these shows especially since i can't listen to childish regularly like trice i listen once in a while still um just to kind of catch up but it's not a regular for me anymore it's not something that i get to look forward to it anymore like mm -hmm. i once did so yep on the mean cats beat for one more second and I, it, well it is funny that daniel acted like there were a lot more mean cats than mean dogs i'm like i'd be more afraid of a mean dog yeah but i will say i have a mean cat but i still love him very much hmm. but right. he can be sweet and nice but he can also be a real not nice <laughs> so 
defense. He was nice to Rafi. Yeah, and that's what counts. Yeah, and Lauren. You see? Two for two. That's right, but he's soft and snuggly when he wants to be in Purry. You know what? Aren't we all? Like, isn't this what they were talking about? Exactly. He just represents us all. Yeah. Hey. Oh, speaking of that, he just attacked my foot. Oh, well, there you go. Because <laughs> if I move my foot. But I still love him. I don't think cats aren't cute because my cat attacks. Our vet just told my husband at this last appointment, he's lucky to have you. Oh. <laughs> so, because they have to wear, like, very, um, this is not helping my case about how wonderful cats are but the vet and the vet tech have to wear gloves that like with metal on them that protect their like all their arms and they have to wear face protection when they give my cat a checkup and a shot so yeah. you know yeah. and he growls like a tiger at the vet i gotta say you are doing a little bit of Daniel's i'm not really helping yeah. yeah but he's so soft you know what cats are allowed to be how they afraid are. of vets yeah yeah i would would you not be scared if like a bunch of giant people right. brought you to a new place and started putting needles in you and stuff i mean there's no excuse for him to be attacking my foot but we don't need to, well you know, i mean you were talking about him much. first and then you started moving your foot right so he's probably offended so yeah. but also i am a big dog person too so i just need to say that yeah, that that camp. That I don't know why people always feel the need to be like cat right. person or dog person. You no, can I love of, them both. Yeah, and my husband does too. Some, some my daughter's like, which are you? Do you like cats or dogs better? And both of us, we couldn't decide. We love them both. Yeah, why not? So Daniel, out. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> I almost didn't want to hear. You know, I love Allison, but I don't know. <laughs> so she. <laughs> Brought up that Daniel was on like Metamucil, Metamucil for oh my constipation gosh. or whatever. Uh -huh. uh, she she sort of outs him about things that are not necessarily. That I her, feel like uh, she did not need to bring up yeah. about Daniel without his permission. He actually was a pretty good sport about that, considering that. Seriously, Allison. <laughs> also, uh, I for constipation, drinking a bunch of water helps people, but we know that's right. probably not allowed in, in but, Allison's but, household. But I think Daniel does doesn't hate water and maybe. he's the one with the constipation well apparently. maybe it's allison is causing it somehow we don't know right consternation oh, constipation yeah it's just frustration he's built up i do have to say unless you want to say more about constipation Not i just had a i had a random straight thought that has nothing to do with this but i keep thinking it but not posting it i don't think okay i feel like wendy and robin have similar voices oh they both kind of talk in a certain way, like where they just kind of like talk a little nasal and drag, a like their voices yeah. drag a little bit. You know what? Now that you say it, I do. I do hear it. And I am a fan of both of them on Allison's show. I don't actually know Robin from anything else. They both amuse me. And they're, but sometimes their voices, I have to remind myself, oh, yeah, that's not Wendy. That's Robin. Now, they don't sound exactly the same, but they do have that similar yeah. cadence they're, to their, their voices. Their voices are similar. Their sort of um, manners of speech are a little different, but their voices. Yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I know Robin from. Uh, I used to listen to Los Feliz, the podcast, which is oh. a, a podcast she did with Morgan Murphy because I really liked Morgan Murphy as a stand-up comedian. But um, they do a podcast about the city called Los Feliz right. about whatever is going on there. Um, so that's where I know Robin from. But I I like her on the Thursday show. I feel like yeah, I like she, her. She's become like a really fun part of the she show. She comes to play. To yeah, like yeah, I think she's a good, also a good sport. She'll just go along with you know. 
what whatever Allison throws their way. Yeah, and reading her stuff from her, her diary. diary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, Those are wonderful. <laughs> I know, they're hard, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I would... So, people... I think at some point, people... I forget if anyone actually did this, or they just talked about doing it on BFF, reading from old journals or diaries. I want to oh, say someone did actually did it. I don't, I don't think it was Rafi or Lisa, but someone, I think, ended hmm. up reading. Um, but, yeah, I found one from, like when I was 20 and like I started reading something and I was like, it was so, it was physically uncomfortable to read. So I just like, I couldn't even finish the page. So it was just too, <laughs> it was just too uncomfortable. Um, I, it would, I think it actually might be easier if it was one from when I was like 13 or something like that, even though I didn't really keep a journal at that age, but yeah, it was, uh, the twenties are, are rough for everybody. You know, my church is big on, keeping journals because mm-hmm. um, they're big into like history, family history and genealogy, but also keeping journals. But I was never good at that at all. I never really did it. If I tried, I couldn't because I always feel like somebody might read this, you know, yeah. so it'd be so boring because I wouldn't really put anything in it. But my sister was great at keeping journals. They were hilarious, but also they could be very, She's embarrassed by some of it. She's like, wow, I was so oh, judgmental. Sure. Oh. <laughs> but it was very funny. Like, she had a flair for writing. She has a flair for writing, like, you know, not like Allison, but she has a flair for writing as well. So I enjoy when people are fun. Well, I enjoy hearing people's um, diaries. Wasn't there – there was a um, podcast that kind of did that, what was that I listened to sometimes back a while ago. Now suddenly I can't remember the – I can't remember the – remember the names of anything but like people would read their diary entries or something oh um i've oh, what heard was it? Of they'd have a subject like that, but i, I don't yeah remember. it would be a topic and then they would invite people there and there weren't celebrities necessarily but was it like the moth or like anyway. a storytelling podcast or something like that it was kind of like that it wasn't the moth well that was a, as jackie cation would say good story <laughs> when a story falls flat <laughs> Like I said that before, because I always have a story that falls flat every podcast episode I record. <laughs> well, it's, it, you know, it's you're a person of the people. We all that, have a little bit of that. has flat storytelling yeah, sometimes. Most people do. <laughs> like, where was that going? Oh, yeah. So I do these days. I, I don't regularly keep like a journal or a diary, but I do. I have started in the last year or two. It started out as just like a like a daily planner, a list of things that I'm doing. And then sometimes I'll like write about whatever's going on. Like, you know, put all, I, so I hesitate to like put, the thing is I, I vacillate between, okay, no one's going to read this. It's fine. And then like, wait, what if somebody reads this later? <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. I, I've, I'm, I've become better. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good about including all like the weird, you know, personal details and, you know, whatever my weird crush is at the moment or whatever stuff I'd be deeply embarrassed to have other people find out, but it's okay. Cause it's in a journal. Um, just so I can look back on it later and be like, Oh, okay. That's what was going on with me. Yeah. That's where I kind of wish I kept a journal and I definitely see value in it, but I guess the only thing that would be anything that would let people know about me in writing is I do keep a detailed budget <laughs> of what, you know, what we've spent and stuff. And there, all right. And I'm like, I guess if I ever want to know anything about what I've done in my life, I can look at that, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
what activities we've done. I'll, I, and then I'll just have to rely on my own memory after that. But if other people read it, they won't know what any of that means. Yeah. Beyond the place. Yeah. Back when my Japanese was better, I studied Japanese briefly. Um, it's, oh, wow. It's, it's a, like a lot of languages, it's like a use it or lose it thing. So I remember right. like random vocabulary words, but I can't like put together a sentence anymore. Um, but I would sometimes like write certain words or phrases in Japanese just in case anyone should happen to see it so they don't <laughs> know what I'm actually talking about unless they happen to be bilingual. Smart. It, the Jap yeah. Japanese people will know. I mean, yes. Japanese, yeah, who are bilingual, which mo a lot of places know English as well as their language. We're the ones that <laughs> hot take, Leanne. But yeah, <laughs> Americans <laughs> tend to speak English, right? Yeah. Yes, but we don't tend to know other languages. Uh, it's true. I mean, not whereas to the level I feel like it. so many other people not from our country know English mm -hmm. as well as their language. But I think that's a lot less um, of a thing here. For that, sure, yeah. That we know other languages. Well, it's kind of, it's much more optional, whereas you're sort yes. of actually expected to, to know it. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. And the show, aside from Robin's Journal, ended with Owen dropping by. Um, there was a cute moment where Allison was like, what does a cat say? And then Owen was like, I need help yeah. <laughs> about something else, which is a <laughs> yeah. great comedy timing from Owen. So we got Elliot on Monday and and Owen on Thursday. Yeah. She tried to get him to, to uh, you know, to put on a little show for us, mm -hmm. but he wouldn't go with it. I he's respect like, nope, it. No, I need help. Yeah, yeah, he's a man of his, he's his own man. Yeah. And also, you know, open with his emotions, admitting that he needs help <laughs> yes, with something. Yes, I need help. Yeah. Very good. Good for you, Owen. A lot of us lose that as we get older. I'm glad That's he still true. has. That's true. By the time he's Elliot's age, he'll just be a monkey and sing. I'm just Maybe. kidding, Elliot. It'll be interesting to see. How different they are as they get older yeah well i mean from now they don't really tell stories about elliot being a nightmare but they used to so that's yeah. how i keep thinking of him as. <laughs> yeah a little bit of, yeah i definitely look at him through the lens of like when he was a, like like a couple years ago when yeah. they would talk about how mean he was yeah yep so on, on that note, on the note yeah, of Allison's mean kids. Uh, right. <laughs> um, I'm I, sure they're sweet and wonderful. Yes, I, well, I'm reasonably sure. For I don't five and three-year-olds. That's the thing. Relatively, yep. I'm sure they're doing okay. Yes, and and that is one thing. Well, there, I shouldn't say that is one thing. There's many good things I can say about both of them. But Daniel, I, I just imagine that Daniel and Allison are very good parents and thoughtful parents. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. I definitely think that also. Yeah. Yeah, let's just end with something nice. With something yeah. generous of spirit. Because we really actually do love them. I do. I won't speak for you, Trice. Eh, you know, it depends on the day. <laughs> it's, it's more of a conditional love based on... Right, conditional. Yeah. You know, on the magnet board, we'll have a ladder. <laughs> if they've pleased us today enough, then they can go higher. It's like those passive-aggressive people who, like tip their server but they put a bunch oh. of money on the table and then they take Ugh. one bill back whenever something goes wrong that's so terrible oh yeah it's i think they really talked bad. about tips a couple a few weeks ago didn't they on the show i, I have so. strong opinions about tips like i don't even want to go to a meal with somebody if they're going to be an embarrassing tipper Ugh, i just yeah, i mean especially like during 
pandemic stuff. You gotta like people are well, kind of hard up yes, as it is. But like, I felt that way even before. Yeah, I mean, I'm fair enough. Like, you but know like, what? definitely, no. like the last couple of years. Yes, if definitely you're not now. People, yeah, that's... we feel that way too. Yeah, um, we're definitely tip probably more generously now than we ever have because of that. But um, I th- I probably told the story before, but I had a I had a roommate slash friend. We're not friends anymore. For this isn't one of the reasons but it should be um she would get she would get mad if anybody left more than a dollar for a tip Oof. and if her husband tried to leave more she would get mad and like try to change it like try to take the, some of the money away it was so and at first we thought she was just kidding but then she wasn't and so yeah Bill wouldn't even my husband wouldn't even go to meals with her any dinner with her anymore because it's because then we felt like we had to sneak on more of a tip, but if she found out, she'd be mad, you know? That's a weird stance to have. Well, she's weird in many ways. That and sounds so right. That was one of them. Yeah, that I believe it. Without knowing had, anything else about this person, yeah, I already believe it. Yeah, it was so bizarre. She just felt like people only needed, and we'd explain, no, what are you, you know, all about tipping to her? No, nope, mm-hmm. not. It was a stance that she was, it was a hill she was willing to die on, I guess. Yeah. And there are people who will say, like, you know, these people should be making more money anyway, and so we but shouldn't have to tip people. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if that's your reason. They're not, so that makes yeah. no sense. I yep. agree with you. They should be, but until they are, <laughs> you can't use that as your reason for not leaving a tip. Yeah. But anyway, I'm preaching to the choir. I assume all of you agree with me. From what I've seen, yes. Uh, and our, uh, at least in our, who listened to this yeah. Fancast, I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, I yes, I, I've uh, seen evidence that at least the people who I've you Excellent. know met and gone out to dinner with are, are yes. decent tippers. Um, shout yes. out to Superfan Megan. There was a uh, we came to an accord. We had like an entire discussion about tipping uh, exotic dancers. Uh, the <laughs> once or twice uh, we went to such establishments, so it's a uh, good tippers all around. Okay, good. Shout out, Megan. I know you and I were, I hear you and I were supposed to meet first before Rafi. And I mentioned, and this is addressed in the voice memo that we made that Rafi has, hopefully will not hold hostage. Maybe it'll become like the secret tape that'll it'll <laughs> yes. get lost and then yeah. rumors oh, will no. spread of Nobody what was will said. Ever be able to, yeah, exactly. The content and that recording may never be revealed our final question um so speaking of childish i am not necessarily a regular childish listener i did listen this week just to see if there was anything like worth bringing up on the show and greg Mm -hmm. mentioned that he asked a question now on his podcast which i thought was very interesting um so i will steal that and bring it to the show uh okay what how do you pack for a trip or what is your process like like when you travel Greg asks that yeah, that that's something he asks on his own show now. Oh, because Allison didn't she just? Oh, she. I'm behind on the upworthy one. For, so so last week she brought up how do you pack? I think interesting. Yeah, I think it's so a, maybe that's correctly. what put it in her head. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume I don't know what the timeline is, but that sounds about right. So are you like, uh, what what walk me through your your thinking? Do you just have um, Bill take care of everything, or do you? No way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me at all. Mm. <laughs> Or us at all. No. Bill, Todd and Allison talked about this, and Todd just throws things in the 
the day, the morning of, mm-hmm. and that's what Bill does. I pack the night before, and I get Maddie packed the night before. And um, I would pack Bill, frankly, if he <laughs> if he wouldn't if he wouldn't be too embarrassed, because I think he w- in some ways wouldn't mind if I did. But because I'm a little, I don't pack like way before, but I do the night before. Like I wouldn't be already packed a week before or mm-hmm. anything. But I certainly do everything that I'm not gonna need the next morning. I get it all ready and I get Maddie packed and that's just that. Right. Very responsible. Very. And I'm uh, really glad that Bill isn't packing me because so many things I get forgotten. Oh yeah. It sounds he's, like that. He's got many talents but he is forgetful and overlooks. I have to remind him do you have a toothbrush? Do you have this? Do you have that? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah I think yeah I try to do I try to have at least most things in place by the day before so everything's sort of ready to go even if it's not packed up to where i can just throw it in a bag um yeah yeah so maybe kind of in the middle i always feel like i should be doing it like a, like an extra day ahead but it, it usually works out okay i used to until maybe a couple years ago i would like always overpack like i can remember definitely in my 20s like bringing my own iron just in case like oh, wow. stuff that i definitely did not need to bring just because I wasn't used to traveling. And then over time, I sort of slowly started bringing less and less stuff to now it's just like a change of clothes and then like toothbrush, toothpaste, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm probably more in the middle. I like to make sure we have all that we need. So so I do make sure, I guess it's probably, I don't just pack the bare minimum, but but I'm a very pretty quick packer, I would say. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I know what we need. Yeah. Yeah, plus I'm not going on any big trips. So if I'm going yeah, anywhere, it's usually just for like a here. weekend it's, or something. Yeah. Mine's like, I don't like to go on a big trip because my cat, it's a lot because of my cat. I don't like to leave him for too long. Oh, yeah. um, the dog will go to a kennel and, and she doesn't mind that. But the cat um, does mind the kennel. So we always have to have people come in and feed him and mm-hmm. give him his medicine. and um, So I don't like to be gone for too long. Plus I just don't like... I'm not big on travel. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? You got people coming to you. All kinds of that's BFF I'm, people from across the I'm country. S- all kinds. Right. Hey, yeah. I got two at once. That's pretty good. Yeah, maybe super fan Megan will head up your way. Yeah, Jess and Megan, come on. When they do their, their yeah, wedding I heard, tour. I learned that Jess isn't a Daniel fan. She probably doesn't Ooh. like I like I like him better than she does. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I'm not revealing something I'm not supposed to. I just learned this. Mm-hmm. I probably like him better, but we could commiserate on that. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Listen, if the Monday show was any indication, I feel like uh, people are able to commiserate over things that they didn't necessarily like the most. So I would bet yeah. yes on that one. But Daniel, I do like you. I just want you to <laughs> not be quite so morose on these shows, so grumpy. Or Allison. Maybe it's Allison's fault. Allison, you need to let him go for a while. Let him take a break. Raffi didn't like that idea. so But that's what I'm... I, I didn't either when people suggested that a year ago. But mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, yeah, maybe he does need to take a break. Yeah, I like Daniel on the shows a lot. Well, particularly the Thursday show more than the, the solo. He is uh, perhaps slightly overcommitted to the show. Yes. and But kudos to him for writing those intros because usually they're yeah. pretty good. To really good, depending. Yeah. 
Yes. See, we keep ending with nice things. Okay. <laughs> I am going to let you go. Okay. Thank you. you. Thank you. Not, I'm not saying thank you for letting me go. I'm oh. saying thank you for you know inviting what? me on the show. I didn't think you meant that, but now I do. <laughs> but now, yeah. now you're like, I think she did mean that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it is always great having you on the show. I feel it's like uh, it's I, we do get sometimes a little Statler and Waldorfy, like the grumpy old Muppet men complaining yeah. about things. But it's it's – we're always right, so that's the most important that, that's thing. That's the thing. We're right, and you know, when you're right, you do need to express it, yeah. and everyone does need to hear it. You have to be brave and say what people are bra- need to hear. Yeah, we are brave. Leanne, that is- thank oh, you sorry. for being so brave. <laughs> you're a great American. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm a patriot. You know, you, you know I, that's the number one thing people say about you. People are like, oh, right. who, who's Leanne, uh, that patriot? Who's in the Facebook group? Oh, well, there's uh, Super Patriot Leanne Ward. There's <laughs> yes. Super Fan yeah, Megan. Super yeah. Patriot. Yeah. That, that, that's my nickname. Um, top Patriot. Oh, yes. <laughs> Again, here's my call to action, everyone. We, I, I want Naomi, I can never say her name right, even Ed though I'm Perrigan, a fan. Yeah. Ed Perrigan. First of all, Couples Therapy is a funny podcast. She's funny, and I want her on Allison's show. I think she would be. But you know what's funny? Even though they're you know, totally different people, sometimes the way she phrases things reminds me of Jackie Johnson, the way Jackie oh, yeah. Johnson does. Oh, you hear that too? Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. but I, So I want maybe them on together actually i think jackie johnson was a recent guest on couples therapy um but yeah i want naomi on she said she would do it because i tweeted them about it a while ago and she's like let's do it and then allison so it's it's allison's fault i'm Uh, i'm gonna say i don't know that but i'm gonna say that she's the boss the buck stops with her well and then right now naomi's promoting her netflix thing so this is the time you know because Netflix probably isn't doing a great job promoting it. I mean, I doubt um, it. Yeah, but it is funny, so I'm going to promote it right here. All right, you heard it from, from um, American Patriot Leanne Ward. Right, I am a patriot. AP Leanne is what they call me. <laughs> yes. Some people think that's advanced placement, but no, it's American Patriot Leanne. America's Patriot. Oh, America's. Oh, I don't even know my own, you know, name that everybody else knows. No, I just upgraded you. You're like, not only oh, are you I'm an American Amer- patriot, okay. you're America's No, America's patriot. patriot. Yeah. That is better. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I, this but is you how do I speak the help. truth. That's what we've said. Yeah. It's, so, it's you know. a gift and a curse sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another podcast I enjoy. It's called I Said No Gifts. Bridger Weiniger. Um, he... It, he the premise is he goes or he invites a guest on and the like he pretends that he doesn't want them to bring him a gift but each guest just disobeys him and brings him a gift and one of the uh, um, and they're all celebrities and one of the games they play on that show is gift or a curse Ooh, okay. and he'll give a you know a top it's kind of like yes please or no no what, <laughs> yes, why please can't I remember oh, what it is Oh, please. Why couldn't I remember it? Um, it's kind of like that, but, you know. But uh, not. Yeah. I will say, perhaps controversially, yes, please, or no, thank you, a better name. A better, more, yeah. a clearer name. 
it's a more you can remember it more. But I do understand the oh please. I do. Thing, but you can also but... be sassy with like a no thank you. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like it no, still would work. I agree, and easier to remember, mm -hmm. and it wouldn't have to be a thing that they have to try to remember each time. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It helps that because Craig isn't uh, Greg Keller isn't oh, on constantly wow, yeah. forgetting the name of the. Oh yeah, see, Greg, I I hear you now. I never understood why you couldn't remember it before until just now. Yeah, when you actually have to say it, you're like, wait, wait, right. which is. Oh wait, what was that again? Yeah. Okay, you keep trying to end this thing very wisely, and then I keep adding more shout-outs to other podcasts. You know, Oops. if anything, if there's anything that we should stay a little longer for, it's you know shouting things out and bringing some positivity in. So I appreciate. Oh uh, yeah, after all of our negativity, yeah. But couples therapy, that's my shout out this week. Okay. I you know what podcast. I should try to put it in the show notes if I can figure out how to do that. Except I'm not gonna lie, her husband sometimes maybe I just don't like podcasters' husbands. Uh oh. I I don't dislike him, but sometimes he can be annoying to me. She's the she's the star of that one. Of that. Mm -hmm. It's uh Naomi's show. Like it's Allison's it's show. It's Naomi's show. Yeah. Yeah. She's the Bono of that show. <laughs> okay. American Patriot fan of Naomi Harrigan. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you if they want to find you online? Well, they can come visit me in Bangor, Maine. Okay. Um, and also, they can find me in the Best Friends Fancast Facebook group. That's, that's where you can find me. All right. Thank you again for being on the show. Um, we will hear from you soon, you. I hope. Hopefully in voicemail form. So. Oh, yes, Rafi. Um, okay. Thank you, Trice. All right. You're the best. You. Right. Ah, well, Bye. It's true. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was only speaking truth, remember? My mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry.